The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Sitting at my piano one day, a magical thought came my way to write a number for the BBC. Friday feeling on Mansfield 103.2. Sue Morgan, Sue Morgan, she's back. Hey, what, KZ? I thought you wasn't going to talk about sport. sport. You chanted my name. That's what the shout on the terraces is. Sue Morgan, Sue Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been to a few Stags games in, uh, in my Listen, you in my short, sir, okay. and listen to me. We're I'm not listening. talking about football. Okay. We're talking about monks and nuns. Monks and nuns. My favourite yeah. topic of all time. Yeah, well, I want to be a nun. 
I want to go in that monastery and I want to give him a good seeing to. Right, OK, in what way? In what way do you mean? Can you just clarify that for us? But before... <laughs> it is before the watershed. I know. Well, I can't really describe it. They kind of... Oh, well, my goodness. Oh, a bit later after midnight. For, uh, after midnight. Oh, yeah. OK, so you would, you would go in, you'd infiltrate a monastery as a nun... Yeah. And you would cause havoc. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Are you going to turn that radio station into a monastery? It already is, on a, on a Friday night. Because <laughs> we're so innocent. So you're on top, are you? got a bit of air at back of your head. Uh, do you know what? I am losing my hair. This is, uh, this is terrible, this. Um, every time I go in the shower in the morning, most of my hair drops out into my hands. I think it's because I'm getting old. Yeah, 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 yeah. Possibly. You're getting old. Yeah. So have you got anything to add to the... getting old. Well, I won't then. Um, have you got anything to add to the topics this evening? Yeah, I've got a bit of everything. You know the um, hang on, yeah, the uh, tips and that. Yeah. You go into a shop and you buy from it. You should always check the sell-by date. That's a good. You no, know, it tells you on the back. Yeah. And if it are today. For God's sake, don't buy it, because if you do and you eat it, like I had a biscuit a few weeks ago, about three or four months out today, and, yeah, the rest is history. Yeah. I needed okay. to go and buy half a dozen loo rolls. Well, we won't go there. Um, <laughs> but so, so, basically, the idea is that you don't buy anything out of date. That's a very, very good piece of advice. Hi, Tiger. Hello, who's this? It's June. June, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. What have you got for us this evening? Don't use an ashtray on a motorbike. Why would anybody use an ashtray on a motorbike? It's just... That's a wonderful tip. Thank you very much for that. Have you got anything else for us this evening? Have you? Because I've I've not used my. You should have told me about this as a producer. I'm not using my my goodbye, my my catchphrase. Oh, yeah. Can I use it on you now, Jim? You can. You can sack Cam then if he's not using. Well, yeah. We told you this last week. He's got a contract through oh, until yeah, he hasn't. 2013. Stay lucky, June. And I think you've got a lovely head of hair anyway. Thank you. Yeah, I know, but it's going quickly. Right, you didn't notice that. That's my end catchphrase. You ready? Try again. Stay lucky, June. Stay lucky, Tiger. Bye. Bye. That works. Hello, you're on Manchester 103.2. Do you have a tip for us? Yes, mate. Who's this? It's, uh, my name's Mark. I'm calling from Sutton. From Sutton. What is your tip? Right, mate. If you want to buy a car... Buy one with four wheels? Is that what you're going to say? No, no, no. If you want to buy a car... Yeah. You need to buy... If you buy it this... Buy it right now at the end of, the, end of March, you'll get the best deal you'll ever get. Because in April, all the car dealerships start their new year. Ah, so, so now's a good time to get yeah. out there this weekend to buy cars. Yeah, to get your best discount. Mama put the popcorn kernels in the pot. She turned up the heat, now the pot is getting hot. And when those popcorn kernels start to pop, wow! Okay, double four, double nine, one thousand. Okay, double four, double nine. You're a fan. Dick. 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 
Good evening to listener. The Late Night Alternative is Friday. Uh, that much we know. I'm Ian Lee. Who are you, lady? Catherine Boyle. You keep turning up. Well, they're paying me. Okay. 0344 is the telephone number. It's Friday. The Friday. Um, uh, Friday. Let's go to line one. Good evening, Luke. Good evening, Ian. How's it going? It's going all right, Luke. Hello, Ian. I just want to talk to you. They've been coming up to me a lot more lately. I've been oh. noticing it, you know, a lot oh, more. What it is? It's hang on a second. Hang on a second. I've just got to. Say, I've just got to say, my bullshit detector is going crazy right now. But carry on, Lukington. So I've been what lately? Yes. Political correctness stuff. Oh, Luke, Luke. We listen. Listen. When you came on before, we had a little bit of fun, and I pretended you were real because I knew we get a little bit of viral traction from it. I can't. I can't pretend you're real anymore. You're the Black History Month guy. I can't. I can't. I can't. You're not good enough. Same old thing. No, because it. Well, okay, okay, okay. Do you know what? It's Friday, Kath. He's right. Let's hear him out. Let's hear Actually, the guy out. He may surprise he us. He may surprise he us. Let's hear, let's hear the guy out. Come on, Luke. But, but the thing is, I'm, I'm not a racist, or not, and I'm not for that. Okay. But I, I, work I am. I am. There's too many of them over here. Too yeah, many. Uh, you, you, you keep that to you, all right. But anyway, Ian. Yes. I'm painting decorator, and sometimes I feel I can't even say brown paint. I feel I have got to say <laughs> Ashraf. Can you please paint that wall for me? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, that, Luke, okay, I see what you've done there. You've actually done quite an offensive line there, um, and you've wrapped it up as a joke. Naughty you. That w- w- would have been funny if you hadn't have put that little gag in at the end, all right? Because that gag wasn't no, no, funny. No, that no, gag no. was offensive. No, that no, gag no. was offensive. That gag was offensive. Apologies to anyone offended by that. Let's go to Stephen. Good evening, Stephen. Hey, what? Oh, it's Stephen! Yes, mate! the time it's the real thing and i know that i'm ready for it let's do it steven tonight eight eight yes mate well never ever go swimming with bricks attached to swimming trunks <laughs> never ends well mate that from the phone this is great why is that mate why is that is that what your your, your mum did to you when you were a kid well, you, you, you die. You die, mate. Mm. Thanks for the call anyway. Yeah, well, thank you for the call, 0344-499-1000. I guess we're carrying on. Watco's phoning. Um, advice. Life advice. Hacks. Hacks. Life hacks. The Life Hacks Special. 0344-499-1000. How can anybody... Right? Forget Toby Young. He's a bellend. How can anybody have anything bad to say about these kids that went on a thing. How co- I'm disappointed that my kids didn't go on a protest today. I'm, I'm ashamed of that. How can anybody, anybody be annoyed? Someone someone phoned up Ferrari, right? Went, well, they should do it um, on a Saturday. Are you an idiot? You know when people do strikes when they'll get the most attention? 
cause the most short-term damage and will get the most press coverage. load of kids go standing outside the school on a Saturday? That's not news! These kids are heroes to me. These kids are on the right side of history. These kids see... It's, it doesn't matter to me. I'm going to be dead just as, the, as um, we lose Brighton. Just as we lose Margate underwater. I'm going to be done. My last d- dying breath, I'll be in the hospital. The, it'll be probably like a hovering hospital uh, with laser nurses. And the last news thing I'll see will be, and Margate has uh, gone underwater due to gl- uh, global water levels rising. Because And I'll, and I'll die. That'll be the last thing. I don't care. These kids, they won't have anywhere crap to go. They won't, because we are killing the planet. How can anybody, how can anybody have a bad word to say about these wonderful, bold, brave children? Sweary. S- were they sweary? Yeah. Oh, good! Good! Well, they, they, they were doing a proper protest. There was a great, there was a great, um, uh, uh, someone had a great, um, what do they call it? Stick with a bit of placard. cardboard. Yeah. Someone had a great placard. There is no planet B. Oh, yes, mate. That yes. is great, man. Go to Cambridge. A's. That is great. These, it's, it's also, it's the last Friday before half term for a lot of these kids. So they're just bringing in their spectrums and their walkie talkies anyway. It's not as if they missed out on any proper teaching. There's no proper, not even get proper schooling anymore. No. I think these kids are heroes. We should be um, uh, embracing them. Not embrace. You know what I mean by that. Not in a not in a Ryan Adams kind of way. You know what I mean when I say that. We should be supporting them. Genuinely, I think they're heroes. I, I, I had some spare time this afternoon. I was going to go and find a school so I could just drive past and toot my horn and offer some some support. Solidarity. For them. Yeah. I didn't in the end. I, I played Fortnite. But but um, and the servers were really busy this afternoon. I wonder. But these kids. Excuse me. These young people, these citizens of today and adults of tomorrow are absolute heroes. And anybody, anybody who, who dares to speak out, this music um, it really is inappropriate for it, but I like it. Anybody who dares to speak out and criticise them is a knobber. Simple as that. So um, in the spirit of solidarity, because you didn't, go out and give them a honk. No, no, I was playing Fortnite. Are you going to start recycling? Well, I mean, I have issues. No, but that's because I have issues with my local um, local authority. What's that? And they're, they, they're recycling. They, the first week I was in my new house, I did the right thing and I put some of the cardboard boxes that I'd used to move into the recycling bin and they left it and they left a note on saying we, we don't collect uh, cardboard in this bin. So... That has to go in the other bin. So do you know what? Up yours. You're not. You're not getting any of my recycling. Actually, you can get stuffed. Just, honestly, so no. But, but I support these young people. I think they're genuinely. I think they're heroes. I think uh, they are an inspiration. Um, well, not to recycle though. So, so uh, no, 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 no. They're an inspiration to bunk off. Uh, right. They are an inspiration to bunk off. That is what 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number dear listener if you want to phone up and, and slag off those kids do it but I swear to god I'm going to um, punch you in the throat um, so that might put some people off actually I remember uh, when um, they might be karate masters when I worked at the, the BBC Three Counties and the second producer um, uh, Kate took over the one. yeah no you were the third one the second one one in between yeah that's yeah. what I mean oh yeah uh, no yeah. All right. She said. She thinks she's a proper one. She took me out for coffee um, at the hotel that Richard owns, and she <laughs> said, she said, 
Uh, you've got time to get that, Amy. Don't worry. You've got time to get that. Go on. This is talk radio. Oh, you're oh, so unbelievable. Lying. She said... <laughs> I'm joking. She said... I do think sometimes you're a little bit aggressive with the callers and it might put some people off calling yeah, in. Yeah, boring people, annoying people. Yeah, and I said, hmm, okay. Um, I've, been, I've been doing phone-ins for eight years and I, I've kind of been all right with callers, so I'm going to carry on with what I'm doing. Thanks very much. Up yours, Delores. 03444991000. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle and some beautiful recorder music from the Middle Ages on Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Mm, it's Friday. It's, it's you know, it's it's one of those. It's kind of the weekend. It's the last day of term for a lot of people. So you know, there's that vibe is in the air. I've caught it off my kids. I think. Um, so oh three four four four. Nine nine one thousand. You speak to Amy. She'll take your name and number. Give you a call back. It will cost you pennies at the most. You can phone in about anything you want. Good evening, Andrew. Hello, Ian. Hello, Andrew. Well, last week I rang up and I went happy because Catherine Boyle was on. That should have made you very happy. Uh, having... I was glad that you weren't on. Okay. Well, you had a, you had an excellent. Some might say, I couldn't possibly comment, some might say a better replacement than the original show, but at, at the very least, at the very least, Catherine shows the only, things lack, the only thing lacking when Catherine does the show on her own is a dick. Take that how you want to take no, it. No, there are dicks. Oh, oh really? Okay. Um, that's your problem, Andrew. Suck it up. You! You! are a racist. You, what? You've got a picture with a racist cowboy. Remind me, remind me the racist cowboy. He's the guy in New York. Well, I the, watched a video. The naked, the, guy. the naked cowboy. Yeah, yeah, the naked cowboy guy. I didn't have a picture taken with the racist cowboy because I, I deliberately swerved him. But I did go to the naked cowboy in ta- Times Square. Picture of me with him. Picture of my kids with him. The guy's great. The guy's yeah, a hero. Yeah, he's a legend. Well, he's, a, he's a racist, actually. So am I. I know you are. Well. You are a racist, and you're, you're a massive paedophile as well. Well, um, well, okay, Andrew. As well, that's not a real and word. now, Andrew, uh, come well, on. shut up, Catherine Boy. No one's how you talk, do they? Oh, no, hang, on, hang on a second. No, Andrew, no. Andrew. No, 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 no. No, yes, 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 yes. I'm really sorry that I didn't realise. That's realize... all right. No, it's not all right. I didn't realise that we, we have one of them. By the way, Andrew, they can't hear you. You're still on the line. <laughs> Stay on there if you dare. But they can't hear you. I've just moved you a second. And I apologise, because I thought it was. I thought we were going to have some fun banter. I didn't realise we had an actual prick mm-hmm. on the line. So I'm sorry that you had to, you had to hear that. Um, and I thought it was, the criticism at the start was just a little bit of fun. I didn't realise he Oh, no, was, I knew he was a dick. OK, right. I didn't realise he was going to go that far. And, and, OK, right. Andrew, I'm going to let you back on, mate. Um, and bearing in mind I've got your phone number... Um, I'm, I'm happy to chat to you, but just rein it in a little bit, okay? Just rein it in a little bit. Calling people paedophiles and what you said to Catherine and stuff, that is particularly unpleasant and particularly nasty. And before I, I hand your phone number over to the police, which I will do, you might just want to consider whether... Oh, three, four, 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 nine, that dumb button worked, didn't it, Amy? Yeah? There we go. Fantastic. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Andrew got a little private show that wouldn't normally do. But secret message. Secret message. If you play the show backwards and press your red button. Sorry, 
Catherine. That's, and it's, um, that's all right. Listen, I'm a, grown, would... I'm a grown up. Well, you're so small. I thought you were about 15. Tiny. No. I wouldn't have let him get so far if I'd known he was going to be I'm, that mean. I'm seriously not bothered. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You're, you're, you are uh, uh, you are an ex- a shining example. Are you picking your nose? No. Okay. You you are, gotta, it you, looks like you are. No, I was just scratching it. Inside. You've you got to feel... Feel sorry for thickos, don't you? You have got to feel sorry for thickos. Let's try Mark. Good evening, Mark. Evening, Ian. Evening, Catherine. Hey, Mark. It was a perfect show without Ian there. There was no shouting. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now we're going too far the other way. All right? (laughs) Now we're going too far the other way. Just can we not just kind of split the difference somewhere? No, it was good. It was different. It was. But it was perfect. Perfect. It was perfect. Of what apparently. we normally have. Right. It was perfect. Apparently, according, according to you, it was perfect. I was joking. I've just been a bit facetious. Yeah. Well, I, I, the thing is, it's a bit of gentle humour. I've got friends in Nottingham, so I could drive up to Nottingham after the show. It took me about three and a half hours. I could stay at their place for as long as it took to find you and kill you. That's fine. Come at me. Oh, well, I'm, I'm coming at you, mate. What I'll do is I've got your number as well. What I'm going to do tomorrow and for, for, for the rest of my life until I find you is I'm going to walk around Nottingham just dialing your number and seeing if anyone picks up their phone. And if they do, wallop, I'm going to leather you. Well, what you'll need to do is go to Mansfield first, which is about 14 miles outside of Nottingham, maybe a little bit closer. Oh. He's giving me clues. This guy is... This guy is um, he wants you to find him. This guy is taunting me. My God, I've... Well, do you know what, Andrew? Uh, Mark, sorry. Um, Would you mind... Can we just type on the screen after his name? Can we type Mark Ian's nemesis, please, Amy? Thank you. I've got a nemesis. I haven't had a nemesis for a long time. Just because I forget the callers so quickly. I haven't had a nemesis for a long time. Mark is my nemesis. Um, This could be... This could be fun, actually, Mark. And I think it could do us both um, the world of good. Well, that's not what I actually called up for, but that's what he was talking about. And I did call up on the night that Catherine was on that. On on her. Okay, so why don't why don't you why don't you marry her then? Because I'm gay. Uh, gays, Doesn't matter. Gays can get married nowadays, mate. I don't know I, if you heard the news. I'm not homophobic. Yep. And She'll take it any which way but loose. <laughs> <laughs> so what I called up for originally. That's a no. So yesterday was Valentine's Day. Right. Sorry, it was what? So Valentine's Day. Valentine's. Hang on a minute. Say that again. I, no, I'm not. Well, you're saying you're saying what my six-year-old, my seven-year-old says, <laughs> Valentine's. <laughs> Valentine's. Valentine's. Steve Valentine's Day. No, it definitely isn't. Steve Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's. Valentine's. Duncan Valentine's. <laughs> you're such an idiot. Yeah, I, I'm the idiot. I'm the one that's. I'm. I'm not the one that's calling it Valentine's Day. Anyway, carry I'm on, Mark. I'm the one that's done a 15-hour shift and about to have a sleep. Mate, excuse me, excuse me, mate. I'm 29 minutes into a three-hour shift, so don't you start lecturing me about work, <laughs> all right? Don't you lecture me about work. So, as I was saying, so we got each other cards. Who, you and, and Kath? Just... But I thought you were gay. <laughs> Does your boyfriend know? I'm very popular. Does your boyfriend know you're gay? Or that you're seeing Catherine? I should hope he does. Okay. So we got <laughs> the keys Imagine if you had to come out to your boyfriend, <laughs> like a bloke coming out. Got something to tell you, Tony. What's that? I'm gay. Oh no, get out of here. I can't. <laughs> and then, but then you get a phone call like an hour later. Look, come back. I, I think maybe we can make this work. I just, I, I just, I don't. We're going to sleep in separate bedrooms for a while, but maybe. I love you so much. I just, I just want to be with you, and I don't care if you're gay. <laughs> anyway, go on. 
So you got Catherine a Valentine's card, even though your boyfriend, uh, Tony, was, was upset, yes? So we were joking about what we were going to write in the cards. Yeah. So he said he was going to write in the card, to Mark, from bloody blah That's a strange name. Oh, obviously that's not his name. Is he named by, is, is he, um, named by the same person that named Mr. Blobby? <laughs> oh, he must have been. Must have been, mustn't he? Yeah. So I, I love know. hearing you get so frustrated. It, it actually it makes you know, me excited. Do you know what I hear? Yeah, professional because yeah. he's a carer. Yeah. He's used to hearing a lot of nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> so he's being patient with you. Yeah, I'm being very patient. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, this is okay. Ian, we're still going to have to go to the toilet. Wanna, so come on. I want to see if Mark's got a limit, like some of these carers do. I want to see when well, he think, when he thinks I no one's listening, whether he he, um, he rubs me up a little bit. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> Give me as much as you want, I'll just still act calm. Is that what you wrote in the car for your boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. Is that, we got back to that now? No, that's not what I wrote. I wrote in his card, like, to his name, Love from Mark. Oh. And then when I opened his card, there was like 18 lines of writing. Oh, God, you had to read it so all. I felt, I felt like a knob. <laughs> well, that is a little bit dumb. You're supposed to, like, pour your heart... If you're going to do it, pour your heart out. So we went to Frankie and Benny's. What? Is this, these are your gay mates? No, Frankie and Benny's is like... Is this a, like a, like a party? Like, is this like a, a, a wife swap? It's a, it's a restaurant chain. They do it in a restaurant chain. That's disgusting. I hope they've wiped down surfaces. Right? So we went there, so then I'm thinking... Oh, I've made a right knob of myself today. Okay. So then I feel some even more shit out to him when I was there. So what I wanted was a bit of advice of what I could do tomorrow to try and make up for that. I think to say because you 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 feel it sounds like you're embarrassed. Um, so I what, was a little bit. Yeah. Well, what I do in those situations is I finish with that person um, and then try and find someone else uh, and start again and try and not make the same mistakes. Here's what I'm thinking. How long have you been going out with this lad? Only like a month. All oh, right, okay. So you've you've not <laughs> you've not disappointed you. him too much before. I was going to say you probably won't notice. Um, he probably knows that you're not um, a big writer. Maybe actions speak louder than words, if you know what I mean. Oh, Mark, Catherine, please. <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> so why don't you do something, you know, why don't you do something nice for him? Well, I'm going to cook tomorrow night. There you go. That's a start. I need, I need something else to kind of... Why don't you, um, like, give him a massage? Oh, God. That sounds like effort. Well, it is effort, but, you know, he wrote 18 lines. The least you could do is rub a bit of oil on him. <laughs> God, where is this going? You're going to be cooking anyway. Just use a bit of the old sunflower. <laughs> No, well, no, he's on one of these Slimming World diets, so I've got to go out and buy some of that fly, some of that fry light bread. Okay. <laughs> well, fry light Listen, will I'm, do, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm losing the will to live here, uh, Mark. I hope, he, I hope he listens to this and he dumps you. I'm going to have to bring you off now. Uh, bring you uh, off the air. Cut you off now, OK? Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, three, four, four. I've got no idea what's going on tonight. We just good. advocated someone give a, mus- a massage with fry light. <laughs> Multi-purpose. Oh, three, four, four. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie and Benny's. I thought they were his mates. Such a good one. I thought they were. <laughs>
344 Dave, stay there. Alan Caddick, stay there. Um, this is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. 344 I've lost not the music. What's the... Um, I've lost my... Um, um, what's the song called that I like playing? It's the theme tune to something. Peanuts. No, it, it is that it is, is peanuts. No, but it's not. It's um. Oh. it's not that. No, it's it's called da dan da dan. Um, oh, hang on. Oh, it's this. Yes! Here we go. Right, here we go. We're in. We're in. Where is... Where, I don't know All where... together now. Right, let's go to Dave. Good evening, Dave. <laughs> Dave! David. Hello. David, speak to us. Hello. Yes. Oh, someone's yes. just... Someone's... I've got an anonymous text that's actually signed by someone. Dude... You have not met your real nemesis yet. <laughs> All regards, the blind drummer. <laughs> I could beat a blind drummer in a fight, easy. You're not blind, are you, Dave? And you're not, you don't play drums, do you? I certainly don't, mate. That's fantastic. Dave, what can we do for you tonight, mate? Well, I just want to talk to that idiot that just came up and said something about the Nike Cowboy, right? Oh, for God's sakes. Yeah. Dave, Dave, Dave. You know what, Dave? Um, you and your mates can phone in as much as you want tonight, but... I don't know what you mean. Yeah, OK. Well, the thing, the thing is, Davey, we're better than you. The thing is, listen, I, I was all up for playing tonight. Totally up for playing. Calling me a paedophile, do you know what? I actually could have swerved that and still still let the call go on, right? But the the, 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 the other rude stuff that was said to me and that was said to my best, best mate. So, Dave, uh, you keep trying, mate, but you're not going to get very far, OK? Yeah, but Thanks very much for your call. Let's go to Alan. Yeah, but, yeah, but I, yeah, but I. We've got a lot of new callers phoning in tonight. I wonder why. Half term. 0344 is the telephone number if you want to call in. Good evening, Alan Caddick. Hi, mate. Here we go. It's my birthday tomorrow. Uh, so what? I don't care. Call, call me. T- I don't. I don't. I don't care. Call me tomorrow. Oh, let's, let's come back to you. at the Grey Club. Uh, oh, oh yeah, bloody yeah! I nearly swore then. Um, God, that was um, that was them, was it? This yeah, is it, was this, it was this night last year. Well, well, it would be, yeah. Really? Yeah. No, that was just before Christmas, wasn't it? No, it was this night last year. Did you fall asleep there? I'm not imagining. Yeah, that, that was like cat. <laughs> fell asleep in a comedy show. Yes. In a comedy twice. show. Imagine. <laughs> twice. It, in it twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a very busy person. Well, I'm, I'm, tomorrow I'm going to be a, a nice, quiet birthday okay. with a nice meal. You're going to have a little dough somewhere? <laughs> no, I'm going to have a meal. What are you going to oh, have? How is it? I'm going to be going to a cocktail bar. Oh. Um, okay. So you have prawn cocktail? No, not Chris. I'm going to have a porn star martini. Oh, my God. Well, I don't know what... <laughs> Jesus. I don't know what... I don't know what that means. It's a cocktail. Okay. What, what's in a porn star, Marty? I don't want to know. It's got vodka. Ooh. Guess what, hang on, I'm just trying to find the peanuts theme. Hang on, I've got to buy it. Is this it? No. Nope. No. I've got the Snoopy 
Hang on a minute. Charlie Brown. Shut up. What? No. Hang on. This is Snoopy the Musical, the original London cast. Hang on. They made a musical, the most boring cartoon in the world. Jesus. Um, it was called Peanuts, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. But, okay, here's, here's a question for you, Adam. Okay. What cartoon <coughs> has got three different correct titles? Fender Bender 500, Wacky Races. Right, well, first of all, you've only named two. You've named, you've given it two titles. But also, it's, it was, Wacky Races was never called Fender Bender 500. That was a futuristic version of Wacky Races, Fender Bender 500, because it still had Daphne Muttley in it. Right, okay. It's not quite the same. No, it, the, well, it's actually, it's quite, um, it's quite simple. It's Peanuts. Yeah, because you had Charlie Brown. Yep. Snoopy. Yep. And Peanuts. Exactamundo, Officer Fonzarelli. <laughs> Because wasn't that cartoon in the Daily Mail originally? Yeah, in America. In America. Uh, no, here. It, no, started, Peanuts started in America. Yeah, but in the Daily Mail. Hey, it, no. Sorry, excuse me, Alan. Just, I'm just going to school someone. He okay. said, he said. Wasn't it a, a cartoon, cartoon in the Daily Mail originally? And he said, yeah. No. And in, yeah, no, in America. No, I said no. No, no, no. He's, give me the sentence, the question he asked again. Wasn't that in the Daily Mail originally? You got it, yeah? And you said, yeah. No, I said no. Yeah, no, you said, yeah, in America. I said no, in America. Give me, the, give me his question again. You're no, missing I'm out. bored of it. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm never bored of being right. you got one. There's one word you're missing that explains why you're being a, a knob. <laughs> say it again. I'm not missing say, it. Say it again. I'm not missing originally. You are missing. You're missing originally. Originally. Alan. No, no, it wasn't in the Daily Mail originally. No. Listen to him no. throwing his weight about. It wasn't in the Daily Mail originally. No, it wasn't. You're well, welcome. It been in the Daily Mail and so was Fred Bassett. No, not originally. Yeah. Fred Bassett. Fred Bassett. Jeez. Do you remember Andy Cap? What was he in? Uh, the, the pub. Daily mirror. <laughs> in the mirror. Go on, ask me again, ask me again, ask me again. Hang on, shut up, ask me again. What about Andy Cap? What was he in? The trouble with his missus. Yay! What was her name? Do you remember? Uh, Erin Dawes. No. I don't care. Fine. That was Daily Mrs. in mind, or wasn't it? Oh! Feeling hot, hot, hot. <laughs> I can't buy it. I seem to have, um... I seem to have done... I seem to have buggered <laughs> the, um... My buying facility... Yes. ...on iTunes... So what I need to do is I need to manage... What do you want, Alan? Sorry, I'm managing... He wants you to be nice to him for his birthday. Well, That's I'm not going to, Alan. Get, get stuffed. Well... OK. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Uh, 0344 499 1000. Switchboard's empty for the first time. Um, kids, you've got to try harder. If you want to you get one past us, that's fine. You've got to try harder. I would be so much more accommodating if you hadn't called me a paedophile. Do you know what? I'd have, I'd have kind of let the paedophile line go. Uh, but then you were rude to, to my best mate. And no, 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 not having that, mate. So, um, just kids, here's the thing, man. I've been doing this for 20 years. I've been doing, I've been doing radio for 22 years. And um, our, our radars are so funny, too. Yeah. I downloaded that um, Peanut song. <clears throat> I've got it. Excellent. I finally got it. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, peanuts, peanuts. With Snoopy the uh, dog. Peanuts, peanuts, 
with Charlie and Lucy. Here's your host, the dirty one with the blankie. <laughs> Big Ben. Big Ben, that's it. Um, that, I mean, that really is the dullest cartoon of all time, the yeah. Peanuts cartoon. It's just awful, isn't it? I am... Um, generally, I'm quite good with taking my kids to the cinema. I enjoy it. Sometimes yeah. I enjoy the film more than they but two, do. Two, but two films coming up in the next four days. But the Peanuts movie. Oh, boring. Please. Two films coming up in the next four days. So, on Sunday, we got The Kid Who Will Be King by Joe Cornish from Adam and Joe. And Tuesday, we got Lego Movie 2. It's going to be great. I like the Lego movies. Yeah. They're good, aren't they? And the first one was great. The second one, I tell you, the one I can't get excited about because it feels like it's too long between them is Frozen 2. Frozen, I love. Frozen's a work of art. Frozen is magical, old fashioned, but with a kind of modern vibe about it. Uh, I know uh, your kids loved it, my kids loved it. Yeah. It was obsessive. It was on all the time. Oh, with the soundtrack in the car. Yeah, my youngest was going to marry the dark-haired one. Um, my girls had the outfits. And now Frozen 2 has come out, like, I don't know, eight years later or something. And it just I'm just like, uh, yeah, I'll, I mean, uh, we'll probably go and see it, but it doesn't... I don't know whether we will. My kids are kind of over the Disney princess stage now. Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, are they over the snowman stage? Oh, mm. uh, yes. Well, I mean, but then... There was 50 years between Mary Poppins and Mary Poppins 2 on the rocks. So, I guess... Here's the problem. Here's the problem I had with Mary Poppins 2 on the rocks. It should have been set 50 years later. Right. Should have been set 50 years later. So, hang on. 50 years have gone, but but like 30 years have gone. Why have you shaved off 20 years? That's weird. You should have done this film... 20 years, should have done this film in 1999. Uh, and now we should be getting Mary Poppins 3. This time she's means business. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that, that really annoyed me. That really annoyed me that, that they didn't they didn't have the balls mm. to go 50 years. It didn't bother me. I it should have. I quite like the fact that it was Michael's kids. Well, it, okay, well, it should have been his grandkids. It should have been. They ballsed it up, and you need to accept that. Here's what I, I do find funny, I've discovered, and I'm going to say it. I watched Mrs. Brown's Boys tonight properly for the first time ever. I was laughing, man. It was funny. It was funny. It was funny. It was funny. And here's the um, thing. Kathy's all sniffing. All, oh, no, no, it's not funny. Oh, it's common. It's so common. I didn't you, say it was common. I said it was crap. Yeah, but... So, sorry, you, you were laughing quite a lot. I wasn't it. laughing quite a lot. I was laughing at you because no, you, you were loving it. You weren't. He was like rolling about. Oh, she's funny. She's done a swear again. And she's not even a real woman. I did say there was too many swears. I did say it would be better if it was 15 you minutes long. You might sitting on his pants on the sink. But it, it was funny. But here's the thing. You were laughing at some of it because you were laughing when they did a gag before I laughed. So you weren't laughing at me. You I were laughed at, at the They gags. did one rude joke that I liked. Go on. Um... Something like uh, tell, you tell told me our Seamus had a uh, you told me our Seamus had a scar on it. You'd seen a scar on Seamus's willy. No, I said I'd felt it. I mean, it wasn't quite. You, you've delivered it, but you were going telling everyone that you you you'd, you'd seen, seen a scar on Seamus's willy. Mm. I didn't see it. I felt it. 
Rude. It was funny. Uh, tell Bob Mills, please, because I know Bob Mills loves that show. And it was it was great. I enjoyed it a well, lot. You go and be friends with Bob Mills. I don't want to, actually, because the last time I met him, he didn't recognise me, despite the fact we've had many, many deep, deep conversations about broadcasting, about comedy, uh, and about... Um, uh, world Still, policy. you know his problem is that he knows too many people. Yep. So he's forgetting mm. the extra. Mm-mm. So I can't get excited about... Frozen 2. By the way, sorry, we're getting loads of um, texts and tweets for other shows. For other shows. And I, I guess a lot of them, are, for some reason, we get they stuff, retweets. retweets and stuff from, throughout the day. So Mike Graham's show and, and Julia's show and stuff like that. And they're all slagging off these kids. So M. Gozzi says, it's all bluff and down to the lefty teachers. They haven't a clue... Um, oh no, hang on, that's about something else. Hang on. Uh, this is why York says this is why 16 year olds shouldn't vote. Matt Panter says the future of our country right there. Jesus wept. Um, where was the one? Here we go. Here we go. Listen to this idiot. Con- um, it's continued confirmation that the far left are indoctrinating your school children. It's rife throughout schools and universities, but common sense, which is not taught in either establishment, will hopefully, hopefully prevail. And then there was um, getting slagged off for saying I like Mrs. Brown's boys. It's great. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. Made me laugh. I wasn't slagging me off. Well, no, well done, it was, it was funny. It's a funny show. Made me laugh. Um, where's the, the one I'm trying to find? Um, there we go. Same person. Nailed on. Every last one of them, these kids, will have a mobile phone in their pockets and be burning endless electricity when they get home on their consoles. Are today's kids this slack? Well, 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 hang, on, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Guys, guys, guys. We screwed the world up for them. We we did it. Our parents, yeah, okay. We did it, we, and we're still doing it. We've kind of got our little last gasp of power where we could change things, and we're not. We've screwed it up for them. So, yeah, of course, they're going to use mobile phones and stuff like that because that's the world we've created for them. Also, make your minds up. Do you want them to have a stake in their futures and, and care about the world or not? I think it's great. Well done. Going out and protesting. All, all inspired by a 16-year-old Swedish girl. I think she was Swedish. Um, there we go. Um, let's go to Barney. Good evening, Barney. Hello, I've uh, got a um, proposition for you. Um, okay, sure. Yes, well, um, you've been, um, I've, I mean, I've had my ear on a, a little piece of inside information that you've got for a little while, and um, I've um, got a little um, trade I've can uh, Ooh, trades, I like trades. I have to offer you. Okay, I'm up, I'm up for a trade, yes. Yes, I've got. Uh, Sitting here next to me, a um, very special limited edition bumper pack of um, Class A high-grade intellectual mm. property. Mm, okay. And, um, I'm willing to trade that with you. Okay. Um, does that uh, jingle your jungle? It, 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 my jungle is my jungle is out on the desk. It's not being jingled yet. You need to be a little bit more specific, also, please. Well, I've um, got um, some items. Um, mm. Which could uh, add to your. They're kind of like tools that can be used in uh, different situations. They can. Uh, oh. kind of, do, you, uh, do, you, do you mean like nunchuckers? Um, yes, actually, yes. You've got some nunchuckers? No, but. Well, yeah, you, you, you literally just said yes. You said like nunchuckers. And, okay, well, what is like nunchuckers? Well, tools, you know, in the right situation, they can. Okay. 
deployed. Uh, to well, help you. Okay, so you've got deploy d- toys that the toys tools that can be deployed to help me. But yes. what do you want in return? Well, you said um, that you have uh, some special knowledge about uh, the um, television production entitled Hunted. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone breathes a sigh of relief in the studio. Yes. 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 What, what, what would you uh, be with you in a second, David? Thank you. Okay. What would you what, what would you like to know? Everything. Okay. Well, I can <laughs> tell you everything, but I I want when when do I get these tools? Uh, immediately after. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, it's it's kind of fake to a certain extent, in as much as, and they say this on the show, they don't have access to CCTV. They can't monitor people's phones, and yet you're constantly seeing them claiming they're using CCTV and monitoring people's phones. And also, you know when they go, people go and meet their mum and everyone's going, what are you meeting your mum for? Yeah. You're told that you have to make contact oh. with, um, with a member of your family or a friend and you have to meet them in a public place. That's part of the challenge. Oh, well, they didn't tell us, did they? Well, they don't tell the punter, no. no. So can I have those intellectual tools that are like nunchuckers? Oh, yes, I've... Um... But with her, uh, with her, how how do they not have access to CCTV then? Because it's it's illegal. But why are they showing it in the? Well, they're not. What they're showing, and I've not quite worked it out, but what they're showing is obviously stuff that they filmed. Oh. So the only way I can think they do it is, the cameraman that is with the hunted people, is grassing them up. Oh, they can't catch you at night time either. They can't catch you in the dark. But how do you? Oh, but how do you know they don't have access to these? And, like, the emails, like, when they're monitoring... For two... two, Well, you do have to hand over your social media to them. um, For two reasons. One, at the start of each show, it says some uh, tools used are are being replicated, for example, CCTV. And when I was interviewed about possibly being on the show, they told me they don't actually have access to CCTV. Oh. Are you one of... Hang on a minute. Are you one of the hunted? One of the hunters? Uh, or the hunted? No, uh, no, no, no. Sorry? No. You sh- which one are you? Hunted or hunters? No, neither. You sound like you're one of them. No, no. What's that noise? There's all these weird noises. Are you eating on a plate or something? David, are you, uh, I'm not. David, are you eating on a plate? Oh, I, 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 I didn't know I was live. I'm making some pasta and sauce. What, what kind of sauce? There, there we are. Oh, God. <laughs> did, you get, did you get it out of the hoover? No, don't don't do that, please. Okay, no, we're fine. Okay, uh, and for just for those of you who don't know who um, David Babcock is, David, of course, is a regular uh, caller to the show, and uh, his 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 um, David Babcock's origin story. I'm David Babcock, and I got my willy stuck in the Hoover. I like mine quite hard, and then I like to put it all in my mouth at once. Um, Barney, I hope that answers your questions. Please send that stuff to me immediately, or I will kill you. Okay. Thank you very much indeed, David. Stay there. Okay. Enjoy your pasta. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Time! 
I forgot to mention in the first hour, you talked, um, lo- we'll come to you in a second, David, um, gives you time to finish off. Loads of you will remember Dennis from Dunstable, who um, used to call us a lot, used to call me and Kath at the other place we worked at, and we, we kind of left BBC Three Counties Radio to get away from him. <laughs> Someone gave him the number to this show. Uh, old guy in his 90s, used to phone up a lot. And he used to wind us up, used to annoy us, used to charm us, used to enchant us, used to tell some brilliant stories, used to tell some terrible stories. Always had his radio. Turn your radio off, Dennis! Was how those phone calls would, the first five minutes of those phone calls sometimes. Um, and he's in his 90s, and he kind of stopped calling a few months ago, and we all thought, well, we kind of, you know, we all, we all guessed what had happened. Turns out he had passed away, but actually it was a lot more recent. Um, anyway, the funeral is happening on March the 7th. And um, I've spoken a couple of times, and our friend Justin, I think, has spoken a few more times to Dennis's grandson, Simon, um, who's a lovely bloke, and is blown away. Because I tweeted, when I still had Twitter, I tweeted that uh, Dennis had passed away. And within 24 hours, it had like 600 likes, which is for, for an old guy, right... The um, you, we, we, that is a lot of likes, and and a lot of lot of Dennis's family, his grandkids knew, but his like his own kids didn't really know that he was a little bit of a cult. Yeah, he was a, he was a bit of a celebrity. I remember one of the granddaughters phoning us once about Dennis. Could be yes, yes. Um, to saying how um she loved the fact that he came on the radio and yep. how we used to chat to him and stuff. But yeah. he was very he was people had a lot of affection for Dennis, and I know that we contacted over and over in the time when it got very quiet around Dennis loads of people were asking us whether we knew anything and we were making kind of gentle inquiries but what are you supposed to do um, th- but there is a funeral on March the 7th I'm not going to say exactly where it is 
Although I think Simon, Simon, who may be listening, his grandson, am I, do you want me to say where it is? Because if you want me to, in case a few randoms, a few listeners want to rock up, I'm very happy to. But I won't in case I slightly misunderstood yeah. what you were saying. He kind of said if people want to just come along and, you know, to, to pass on their best, then they'd be very welcome. But before I do that, Simon, you may be listening. If not, I'll send you a little text over the weekend. I think he's going away, actually. Um, but maybe we will. But here's, here's, the, here's the dilemma I've got. I've been given a, a great honour. And that Simon asked if I'd say a few words at the at the do. I'm calling it a do because it's not. He said it's not a religious uh, ceremony. Um, you know, he was quite high up in the Masons as well. I think he mentioned yeah, it. Yeah. Not that he was high up, but that he was a Mason. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, so um, so I uh, great honour because you know it was. Uh, it, I, I wasn't sure if I was free, and then I spoke to Simon. He said, "Look, we we love it if you just say a few words." I was like, well, in that case, I'm, I'm definitely free. Whatever the question mark was, that is gone. It would be an honour. Is there food there? He said, yes, there will be food. I said, right, I'm bringing Kath as well. We're, and, and we're bringing pockets. Um, so they want me to just go up and say a few words. And um, you know my memory is terrible, right? Um, if you've got any of your favourite um, kind of Dennis calls or arguments or bits or whatever... And you either want to text them in. What is our text number these days? I can't remember. 81333. Incorrect. That's... No, 87222. Whoa, 81333. That's the old place, is it? No, that's... Um, what is it? That's BBC London. Ooh. Yeah, that is the old place. It is the old it's place, the old yeah. 87222. Start your message with the word talk, 25 pence, plus your standard network rate. Um, or even better, if you want to call in. I don't want to make it... It's not a miserable thing. This is a, a celebration of life, as these things should be. Or you want to call in with, like, your favourite Dennis bits. Fifty Shades of Grey. Obviously. Yeah. I mean... The garage. The what? The garage. What about it? Well, and when we went to, to him to see the film, and oh, they yeah, went yeah, in the bedroom. That's the Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. That's Fifty that's Shades of Grey. That's the punchline to the Fifty Shades, isn't um, it? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because we had an ongoing bet that every year I'd say, well, you're not going to make it to 91. And he'd phone up and go, oh, I did. You owe me a tenner. i go uh, double or quits. It, it's, it's up to about 60 quid, which I have ultimately... I played the long game is owed to me. Is it inappropriate to mention it when I'm doing my little spiel at the, in front of everyone? Because the people I'll have to pay will be there in front of me. He yeah. owes me 60 quid. I mean, to be honest, there should be... He was an honourable man. Yeah. There should be an envelope there somewhere. You shouldn't have to mention it. Yeah. Um, I remember you did ask him who you should approach for the money and he never gave you no, a straight answer. No, he didn't. So I'm, I'm going to have to just stand there. I'm saying, look, I'm not moving until I get my 60 quid. <laughs> Guys, all right, this is, this is what Dennis promised me. Um, anyway, if you, I, I just put it out there to, to, to some of you, you, it will mean nothing. We've got a lot of new listeners, that's great. Some of you might just, you know, if you want to just phone up and share a, oh, do you remember when he did this or, or whatever, then that'll be cool. 0344 499 Or call up about anything. Um, so many texts and tweets for other shows slagging off these kids who got off their asses and went and did something. They, they, they missed a, an afternoon of school. Whoop de doo. Ferrari again this morning was like, well, supposing one of them wanders off and gets hit by a bus. Sorry, what? What are you talking about, you absolute lunatic? I think it's great that they did this. Nothing's going to change, of course. We know that. We're in you know, our cynical, world-weary heads. Downing Street was slagging them off. For God's sakes, is that what the government is scared of? group of young people taking a day off school and protesting? Why don't you, why don't you listen to them? Why don't you listen to them and, I don't know, talk to them? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, David. Uh, evening, Ian. Do you remember who, uh, who I am? Um, yeah, you're the guy that um, had it off with a Hoover. 
No. No, that's not me. Yeah, no, hang on. Sounds a lot like you. I've got the no. um, clip here. It's I'm just... David Babcock and I got my willy stuck in the hoover. Yeah, it's you. No, no, I'm, I'm the paranormal investigator. Who got his willy stuck in a hoover? Spookily. Nope. Oh, you're, OK, no, you're right. You're the, you're the former paranormal investigator of this show, but now we have new paranormal investigators on the show. The boobies. The boobies, yes. They, they, would that, they like me to be involved in any way? Probably not. Why? Because they got boobies. Although their studio could need cleaning, and we know you've got a Henry. Yes. It's a vax. Oh. OK. Here's one for you. OK. Ooh. Yes. <clears throat> Who's that... Um... A person you, you used to argue with, the, the radio presenter, Steve something, he's bold. Uh, Steve Allen, happy Valentine's Day. He's, he's followed me, followed me on uh, Twitter. Um, send him a DM, tell him he's a, an idiot, and then block him. <laughs> no, I don't. Right. He follows you, does right. he? I don't know why. Uh, no, I don't think it's really him. I think you're being followed by the fake Steve Allen. Yeah, does he look like Paddy from, East, <laughs> from Emmerdale? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Right, it's not him. Ollie says, I sent you a transcript of the sex bots conversation with Dennis uh, and attached an MP3 of the call. Uh, uh, do you have that, Catherine? Probably. Okay, fine. Well, there you go. Um, uh, you could play that out. Yeah, okay. Um, Might be a bit inappropriate. Um, no, I totally disagree with sex with a robot. That's Dennis. I've got it. Have you got it? Yeah, do you want to hear it? Send, send it over to me and I'll... Um, we can play. We can pretend to be... Let's play a bit of it now, because um, oh. I, don't, I don't really remember... I mean, I don't remember this guy we're talking to now. So what was your name, caller? David Babcock. OK. All right. But by the way, people... I can, it's coming up on the screen that you're tweeting... People are tweeting my at Ian Lee with clips. Hannah, I don't have Twitter, so I don't have access to that, I'm afraid. And we can't pull it off, so it, it's... And you can't... No-one can email me, so it's fine. So we don't need any more clips tonight. Uh, but uh, it, it will just be nice. We don't want clips. We will play this one. Thank you, Ollie. Um, but, but just just, just remind me of stories, please, as opposed to sending clips. But thank you very much indeed. Did you send it to the new one? Yeah. OK, well, I'm refreshing. Was it, sorry, David, did you want anything? Uh, sorry, you you wanted us to put you in touch with some porn stars. Is that it? Yeah, basically. Right, okay. Thanks for your call, David. Good night. Night. There we go. I mean, that's that's pathetic, isn't it? Mean. That's that's just pathetic. Let's try. Um, yeah, Babe Station, where he is. Already, my radar is pinging. But let's try James. Good evening, James. Hello. That's how good I am. That is how <laughs> good I am. You are pretty good. Right. Go on. There we go. I mean, that's how good I am, James. I didn't even need to take the call. The name on the screen <laughs> gave it away. Oh, dude, come on, man. What is it? Half term? What's going on with you guys, James? Oh, hello. Yeah, okay, you blew it. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Here we lingerie go. makes me tingle downstairs. Oh. I love the lingerie, the lingerie department. I love it. Do you, do you love the lingerie department, Dennis? Yes, I do. Good lad. Well, you know, sex again. What's wrong with sex? Oh, there we go. Well, when was the last time you and Mrs Dennis had sex? I don't tell you tricks like that, but I'll tell you something else. 
Yes. It was always great. <laughs> it was always great. Would you like to... Would you like... We might be able to get you a, um, a, a, a senior citizen discount on a sex bot. No, thank you very much. They're, they're beautiful. Well. Every hole's a goal. A, oh, God. It's easy enough to get out of good sex by picking the right girl in the first place. OK, well, you... If The thing is, if Mrs Dennis wasn't feeling up to it, you could have it off with robot Samantha. No, thank you. There we go. He's a, gen- he's a gentleman, isn't he? Absolute gentleman. Despite your provoking. Yeah, no, no, shame. We, had, we had one waiting in the studio to send him, and he had to send it back. <laughs> 0344 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're very welcome to. Catherine, do you have any stories for yeah. us? The switchboard is empty for the first time this evening. Well, let's go. Sex robots. Okay. Oh. Um, Daily Star, where oh. you set your sex robot central. Yeah, yeah. Digisexuals demand human rights enshrined by UN to have sex with AI robots. Okay. An emerging sexual identity known as digisexuality okay. is said to be gaining traction amongst open-minded youngsters in Britain, uh, Japan, Russia and the United States of America. Okay, yeah. Research by academics Neil MacArthur and Marky Twist. Who? Marky Twist. Marky? Yeah. As in Mark with a Y? As in Mark, Mark with an I-E. Oh, for goodness. That's not a net. Listen, I'm up for people who are self-identifying however they want, but not self-identifying as a Marky. No. A Marky? A Markey. A Markey Smith. Markey Mark. Markey Mark. Okay. All right. They co-authored a paper titled The Rise of Digisexuality yes, and suggest the trend is becoming more commonplace. Yep. These digisexuals, digisexuals are forgoing humans in favour of intimate and even sexual relationships with advanced computer what, software. It's what we used to call, and I'm going to change the second letter a little bit, what we used to call winkers. <laughs> yes. Isn't it really? They're, they're into uh, computer software and lifelike robots, according to Markey and MacArthur. One digisexual, Akihiko Kondo, a 35-year-old school administrator who married a virtual reality singer in Japan, mm. deems himself to be a sexual minority facing discrimination. Yeah, you're facing discrimination because you're a weirdo. For those who identify as digisexuals, Marky and MacArthur believe they may be resistance akin to the pushback against other sexual minorities such as homo, trans and bisexuals. Now, and that's no. where you lose us. No, 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 no. Pressuring for human rights protections could be one way in which digisexuals attempt to achieve recognition. The campaign's already begun online, of course it has. <laughs> I think we're moving towards a system that grants broad sexual freedom and recognises the value of alternative sexual identities I'm in watching, general, Dr McCarthy. I'm watching Amy have a breakdown out there, because <laughs> Jerry's calling in and this phone system's a bit, bit <laughs> weird. I mean, she's going... She's actual steam coming out of her ears. Go on, sorry. Marky, a sex education expert and family studies professor at the University yeah. of Wisconsin, Sta- Wisconsin Stout, says digisexuals could possibly start to agitate for equality of recognition and rights in the same way other sexual identities have, only if they can do it from home. Yeah. She said some people are also fighting in anticipation for robots to have rights as well. She showed a Daily Star Online t-shirt... No, she showed Daily Star Online a T-shirt emblazoned with a social slogan: "Digisexual rights are human rights." It's for sale on Amazon for nineteen ninety-seven as an example. Don't use that as an example because they sell all kinds of hang slogans on, 19, on Amazon. Nineteen ninety-seven is that dollars? But, but that's a, but hang on. Is that a, like a reference to the year nineteen ninety-seven? No, it's a funny price, isn't it? Yeah, why is it? It's like nineteen ninety-seven because that's when. Terminator 2 came out. I don't, I don't, know, <laughs> I don't what, know. I don't know. Did, did the Terminator come out? No, I don't think he did. No. No, I don't think We've so. suspected, though. Yeah. I want your boots, your motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. But Amy's having that Loving. for a breakdown. Next time he calls up, I'll just take his, his call because I don't want to see it. But breaks my heart to a young woman crying. So I'll just take it. Um, okay. 
Yeah. No, it's not No, right. I think they've just well, written an interesting paper. Well, well, well. I'm doing um, uh, Snake and Eagle Shadow there yes. with my hand. <laughs> well, well, well. But maybe in 20 years' time, the clip of us laughing at these... Um, Digisexuals. Uh, ..these perverts will be played, and it will be like... Um, this is what we're doing now is the equivalent of love thy neighbour. Oh. In that people will go back and go, oh my God, I can't believe in 2019 they were so a- anti-digi. Gosh, you think my kids are going to be ashamed of me? Yeah, of course they are. Because this is, this is the, the, the equivalent their of... Their virtual husbands will this disprove. This is the equivalent of like blacking up and yeah. doing, the, you know, doing the chalky routine from Jim Davidson. Gosh. Yeah? So, oh, they're going to remake Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. It'll be a computer programme. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be like a smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, call up, man. I'll just take call straight to air because your phone system is is uh, your phone system is whack, bra. Wow. They say bra instead of bro. Yeah, That's isn't that a Hawaiian thing? Because the dog, the bounty hunter, used to say bra. Um, yeah, sure. Why not? I've got a robot story. Go on. Killer. Um, oh, this is good. Actually, it's quite. A, it's a literary headline. Die robot. Oh, instead of I robot. Written by. Willie Shank. <laughs> And that was my nickname at school. No, <laughs> Isaac Asimov. Close. I just is, this, is that he can't be called Isaac Asimov. That can't be right. Does he? Does he mind? That doesn't. That can't be his name. I must have I got that. Saw... Isaac Asimov. That can't be his name. <laughs> Isaac Asimov. Does Asim mind? Is that his name, dear listener? <laughs> no. Of the science, famous science fiction you know, robot. You know, Willy Shank. <laughs> it's worse than Willy Shank. I suck Asimov. <laughs> Have I got it? Can someone phone up? 0344. <laughs> i got to Google it, actually. I know we don't really... I... Hang on a minute. I suck Asimov. Yeah, yeah, there's a picture of him as well, look. He is I, an old. I suck Asimov. <laughs> Well, that seems a very lucky gentleman. <laughs> um, okay, fine. So this is oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Killer robots pose a threat to humanity. The world's biggest gathering of scientists have been told. Imagine if a bomb went off there. Gosh. There's a joke in that somewhere, isn't there? There's a joke. What's the joke? Let's, let's make a joke about a lot of scientists dying. Um, Imagine. Right, so there's the uh, world's biggest gathering of scientists. Imagine a bomb went off there. We'd be, we'd never be, we'd be all out of, we wouldn't be able to, we'd... Yeah. Oh, something, something. Work, work out with a pencil? No, 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 there's a joke there. Um, why is uh, my music stop? Let me get back. <laughs> Snoopy, Snoopy, and the teacher who talks funny. <laughs> Yes, sir. Okay. And here's your host. It's the annoying yellow bird Woodstock. I think I can take Jerry's call. Jerry's call is coming through. And yes, Jerry. Hello. You're so, so there's something wrong with your phone system. It's crap. That was it. <laughs> that'll that's be it. And that's. I mean, that's the explanation. That's why you could not call him back because his his, his PS is C. Um, yeah. Good evening. Good evening. I just go and 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 go and
Here's a story for you, Daily Mail. Uh, Talksport actually despise disabled people. They despise them, and they, you should hear the, the okay, horrible... Not Will you be quiet? Will you be quiet? Shut up, man! The, 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 the disgusting language about um, people in, in wheelchairs is outrageous, and it's all Mike Parry. Parry with his small arms. You've got small arms? No, Parry has small arms, apparently. So I believe. Who's got small arms? Barry. Parry. 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 Oh, Parry. Well, Parry's a tiny man. He's like four foot yeah. nine or something. He's like an orangutan. Um, okay. Okay. Okay, okay now we're getting a little, bit, uh, a little bit offensive there. Yeah, a little bit. What do you want? What do you want, Jerry? I've said, I said it was sorry to me. I've tried to come back today. Thank God. I'm team for three days. I was losing loads of weight. I was a bit concerned. But I'll be happy today. Okay. You were a bit down yesterday. Yeah, a bit down. A bit, a bit down. Speaking of you about robots. Yes. I did the voice of Twiggy out of Book, book Rogers. You can. Yeah, did the voice team. Beedy, beedy, beedy. He did the voice team. I don't know. Was it Twiggy? Was it Mel actually Blank. Twiggy? Was it Willie Shank? Mel Blank. Who? Mel Blank. Thank Godfather, the cartoon voices. Um. Yeah, no. Yeah, well, what? I know, I know, but that's like that's quite. I don't know that that that's quite a dull fact. If you'd have said like, oh, it was Dean Martin, or Who? it was what? Martin. If you'd have said it was. Um, Streisand. Streisand or Sheena Easton, one of the classic sing- female singers or something. If you'd have said, oh, it was Jimmy Carter, or if you'd have said, um, it oh, was. Oh, Reagan. You've, well, again, that wouldn't have been surprising. So, but Mel Blanc, oh, the guy that does voices, did a voice. I mean. David Koresh. Now that would be something. That really would be something. That was weird. I like. I don't guy. He's good, Chris. He's good. He's a, he's a good old uh, reporter. He's a good presenter. He's a good boy to his mum. He's, he's a nice guy. We like him a lot. He makes, he makes nice bread. Sorry? He makes, he makes nice bread. He's right, you're fired. You. You're fired. Good night, Jerry. Outrageous. You had to mention the bread. Uh, although, it's got to be said, I, I do love a bit of Warburton seeded. I do. It's delicious. It's, it means it's great. But when my boys come over, you have to go, you've got to buy... When the boys come over, they're over this weekend, you've got to buy... Tesco medium sliced white. Really? Just the plainest of the plain breads. They love it. It's like eating cardboard, don't but it? But now I've got to put the the bread. I don't have a bread bin, guys. I don't have a bread bin. Or a toaster. Now you've got to put the bread in the cupboard up the top that shuts because the cats, if I leave the bread out on top of the microwave where I've been leaving it, come home and the cats have eaten it. Little arseholes. They have. They have, yeah. Necessarily Pencil so. Pencil sharpness. Killer robots, 0344 No, not killer robots. So there wasn't an instruction to killer robots. <laughs> like, uh, Alexa, call this number. It wasn't. Uh, um, that's the phone number for humans. And now I'm going to do a story about killer robots. Killer robots pose a threat to humanity. The world's biggest gathering of scientists has been told. <gasps> Stop a minute. Daltrey was right. Uh, yeah, he was. Oh, Daltrey's a, a, a soothsayer. He's a very, very wise man. Activists want... I, I was considering buying tickets to see The Who at Wembley Stadium today. Why don't you wait till Wednesday? Um, because I'll be sold out. Hey, but I don't care. I just know this is going to be like, the last gig in the UK, and I'm thinking, I should have gone to see... Anyway, the new album coming out will be good. The last album was great. OK, now, Killer Robots. Mm. Uh, it, was, it was a good album. Okay. Endless Wire. Yep. You know, Pete Townsend predicted the internet. Right. Yeah, he also did some other things. So let's. Oh, talk. well, he didn't, he didn't actually, Catherine. He did. Well, he didn't. But he did, though. <laughs>
activists. Right. Killer robots pose a threat to humanity. Uh, the world's biggest gathering of scientists has been told. Activists want Britain to sign a UN treaty banning them in the same way as landmines. Killer robots. Can't ban... The thing is, you can't ban a killer robot. You, you go in the, into the room to, turn, to unplug it, it will kill plug you. Plug itself in. Yeah, plug itself back in. Have go, you go. seen those dog robots that can open doors? Those ones. Um, and, and, the, and She said are, miming a swan with her that's hand. That's what their um, heads are like. Okay. Their heads are like... You know those um, grabbers that used to be getting museum gift shops? Yep. The dinosaur things. The grabbers, the yeah. The dinosaur mouth. Well, it's got them. It's got yeah. that on okay. like a quite a, a, a robotic body. Why do body? I feel the vibe of the show is just slipping Hang through on, my fingers? Hang on, this is important. Okay. And then the, the scientists who made them, their creators, their fathers, the closest thing to a parent they have, mm, they kill them. kicks them in. Right. And then they fall over and get back up again, trying to open the door. Okay. The call comes just days after Home Secretary. Name the Home Secretary. Basil Botley. Gavin Williams. Who's that? Oh. I've never heard of that guy. Just two of the most inane names put together. But can you can you get a first name and a surname, a Christian name and a surname, um, that are both completely forgettable? How about Gavin and Williams? Huh? The Home Secretary Gavin Williams unveiled plans for unmanned swarm drones to quote enhance our lethality. Oh, lethality. Mm. That doesn't sound like a word. Lethal, lethality. Lethality, no, not a word, not a word, no. The tell, U- get, tell Gavin. The UK, who? Exactly. The UK is among 12 countries opposing a treaty to prevent development of fully autonomous weapons, tanks, planes, ships and guns, which act without human intervention. The government insists humans will always be in charge of our robot weapons. Well, yeah, uh, but what, we get them made by the Chinese, though, and then the Chinese take them over and then they use them, they fuel them with... The Chinese nuclear power stations. Here's what I would do like, if I was a super baddie. Let you spend all your money on those weapons. And what I'd spend my money on is a remote control. <laughs> Isn't that the plot of the BFG? No. It's a plot of something where it's got... Um, um, the guy who's playing William... Kenneth Branagh's ex-wife as the Prime Minister. Johnny, it's Johnny English. Oh, it's Johnny English. I missed that one. It's Johnny English 3 or 2. <coughs> it may actually be one, I don't know. But anyway, it's a Johnny English film where this... Basically, this story is, is, is one of the Johnny English films. Campaigners fear the new armaments could use live operators merely to convert... Confirm a suggested strike. Mary Wareham of Human Rights Watch said, World security and the future of humanity... Hinges on banning killer robots. <laughs> autonomous autonomous weapons include the Samsung Sentry Gun. Gosh. Which guards the South Korean border. Flipping that, they make phones. And those phones blow up. Yes, lethal. So they know. They're lethality. They are, it's lethality. Reports suggested, suggest it identifies targets with voice and visual recognition and also decides whether to shoot. The Samsung Sentry Gun. <gasps> China, too, is investing in weapons with limited human control. On Monday, Mr. Williamson said Britain's £7 million squadron of swarm drones. You've wasted Unfortunately, you can get it for like 40 quid on eBay. Capable of confusing and overwhelming enemy air defences will be ready by the end of the year. 
Hmm. Opponents fear they will increase civilian deaths due to the emotional distance between user and victim. Uh, Ms. Wareham, the late, uh, Human Rights Watch, said, fully autonomous weapons are one of the worst examples of what can go wrong with artificial intelligence. I don't know, man. Daltrey's prophecy. We it, mocked, didn't we? But he no, knows. I didn't, actually. I didn't. I, I was, did. I, I said he sounded like an old man. Uh, well, I did. well, he is an old man, but also uh, Nostradamus was old. How old was Nostradamus? I don't know. What did he die of, and why didn't he stop it? Short of breath. Um, he, Nostradamus, was like, what, 500 years ago, I'm going to say, and um, people still look to his predictions l- like th- like they're, they're reading the instruction book of your washing machine. Yeah. These people are idiots, right? And we need somehow... Here's the thing. If anybody you know follows the teachings of Nostradamus or astrology kill them well wow. i would suggest kill i would say i would say kill them actually I've said it now i'm going to have to I'm, I'm doubling down kill them because jesus that has got to weaken the gene pool hasn't it people that go well of course the stars um the way the the way the moon is positioned and Saturn is positioned. Uh, I was born with Mercury rising, you see. So all that means is that I'm uh, neo-passive aggressive in terms of... You would say that. You're a Gemini. Exactly. Right. Here's the thing. Thank you. These people are weakening the gene pool, right? This is why we've got people like... Um, what's his name? <laughs> Not Toby Gard. He invented um, uh, Tomb Raider. That Toby guy. The Toby guy. The Toby guy. I mentioned him already in the show. Toby. Young. Yeah, sure. The reason uh, he probably, I'm not saying kill him right, at all, I'm not suggesting that for a second. We need to kind of filter out that generation of idiots. <coughs> but the reason we've got people like Toby Young is because of people who believe in astrology. Okay. So, Do you know uh, what else we've got because of people that believe in astrology? Hey, chat is fake. The new edition, I'm not taking it out of its plastic yet. Crack it open, crack it open, let's listen to some guys. Right, first of all, <clears throat> have a little guess on what's on the front cover. Let's see if you've got special powers. Okay, I am picking up the tones. Yeah. I think it is going to be about, there's going to be a story about a baby on there. Okay. A baby. Anything else? Um, and about a car going underwater. Oh, specific. Yeah, it is actually. Let's have a little look-see. Flipping heck. What? Is it? No. Oh, mate. You would never have seen this coming. Sorry, it's the show boring for you guys because we've got no callers. Well, get, call in then, you idiots. Ooh. And people are sat hungry. The show's uh, really boring. Yeah. Well, call in then. Make you make it good. Well, I got to do all the work. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I made myself laugh there. This has got really boring right now. Who said that? I don't know. No, I don't know if anyone is saying it. I'm just... So, just, you're being I, psychic? Uh, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm doing a reading. Here we go. The best psychic advice. My yeah. dream literally came true. Okay, wow. I was ready to end it all until angels stepped in. Yeah. Murderer's ghost wanted to marry me, so my man had to die. What? God. Aliens helped me change sex, tricked into believing I was cursed and the price I paid. Who tr- and who try tr- a mystical spring clean. What, what's the... Oh, let's do a mystical spring clean, actually, because I would like... Uh, new New year... New life, new attitude to life, new directions, one oh, directions. Page 48, let's have a little go. Okay, this is so we're going to spring clean your our chakras. <laughs> Align your chakras. Yeah. Align your chakras. 
You may be interested to know that your chakras can be aligned automatically simply <laughs> by chanting this magnificent sentence of delight. All right, here we go. Right. There's one I'm drawn to straight away. Financial floor wash. There we go, yes. The kitchen is a whirl of activity and energy where food is made and eaten. Yeah. It's a nourishing space. Hang it's... on, hang on. Who eats in the kitchen? People with big kitchens where they've got a table. No, no, no. Well, then that, they're eating in the dining room then. No. If the table is, if the kitchen is that big and there's a table in it, that is the tell dining you, room. Tell you when I eat in the kitchen. Yeah, go on. When I've got chocolate and I don't want to share it. Yes, I know what you mean. Or when I'm eating biscuits and I don't want anyone to know. I eat my dinner on my lap. I can't afford plates. Thank you. That was good. I'm not an idiot, actually. Hey, could I tell you something? When I was a kid, right, <laughs> my next-door neighbour, Fred, I was looking into his garden no, one day. No, I'm trying to do this one. And he had loads of soldiers just, like, lined up. And I said to my dad, I said, Dad, why has next door got loads of soldiers lined up? And he went, oh, that, that's just Fred's Armisen. Like the actor in America, Fred Armisen. Fred's army. Son. Now, the reason I'm doing that joke again, 24 hours after the initial um, adaptation, is uh, because I phoned up Catherine today and I said, Catherine, I, I want to meet, I need to have a word with you. I, something you said last night, sat uncomfortably with me, choose discomfort over resentment. Um, I think the Fred Armisen... Wait, wait, wait. And in my mind, I'm going, now where we go? I said, I thought the Fred Armisen joke deserved more than scorn and contempt. I thought it deserved a lot of respect. It was off the cuff spontaneous it was a gag it was it was actually very good very well developed and i said well i'm gonna do that joke every night every flipping night until you give it a good laugh so what's tonight's Mate, you're embarrassing yourself i'm not though oh i'm not i'm not you're I'm smoking in... a pen that bit is true that is true but I'm not embarrassing myself. If, yes, if I'm in, if I'm if I'm embarrassing anyone, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't smoke that. It's, it makes you smell. God, let's have you think. You could get um, ink poisoning. We'll come back and do that. After. In fact, that's my pen. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, no, you back. keep it. Thanks very much. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. 0344-499-1000. Here's the phone number if you want to give us a call. It's Friday night, Late Night Alternative. I'm Ian Lee, you're Catherine Boyle. Yeah. We're just uh, chilling out, we're chatting. Tangled up in the wires here. I was telling you how to clean your kitchen floor and get loads of money for it. Um, I'm in. I am totally in. By the way, but Sally said, didn't you used to read the tarot? Yes, I did. I used to read the tarot. I used to be a tarot master. I went on a crystal healing course where for four weeks I would go, when I was 19, I would go to um, a witch's house with like five middle-aged women who were all searching for something. Magic. They were all, well, they were, we were all searching. We were, all of us were searching for, for something that was missing in our lives. And we would learn about crystal healing and psychometry, which I'm excellent at, as you know, because I've done psychometry on the show. It's when you hold something and you can do a reading. I've done it on the show. And you can laugh, but you're laughing at your own fear because you know I did it on the show and it worked. Uh, it did work on the show and you know it, actually. Um, so I, I kind of, I, I sort of have a gift but it's not one that I've chosen to pursue. I've been sent some tarot cards, actually. Marnie sent me some tarot cards. Um, so maybe I'll get, I might get into doing that again. 
Raising your eyebrows there, eh? Just saying that, just saying that, because that was the trick I learned at the BBC. If you're interviewing someone and they don't say something, you're allowed to describe um, their body reaction. So it's just me going, are you raising your eyebrows there? Yeah, I think anyone who listens to this show will know exactly what face I was doing. Yeah, she was doing um, skunk face. Which is disrespectful. We'll, we'll do your thing in a second. I'd love to. I'd love to take some more calls. After that. Is that okay? If we break away from this just to take some more calls. It's a I phony. Wish, I wish you would. It's a phony. Well, I'm going to. I'm going to. Whether you gave me permission or not, actually. Well. Thank you. Good evening, Nelly. Uh, good evening, Ian, and good evening, Catherine. Good evening, Nelly. Good evening. Hi. Um, oh God. Okay. Um, just I'm do a it. bit peed off uh, at the minute. What's happened, man? Oh, God. I've been interacting with people on the talk radio Facebook page. Uh-oh. Oh, on, the, on, the, on the official talk radio page? Yeah. What were you thinking? It's like a Tommy, Tommy Robinson bomb club there. Well, they're not oh, our people. God, Nelly. No, 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 Nelly. Naughty, naughty, naughty. A lot of people... That's where um, Hitler Youth go to recruit these days. For God's sakes, what oh, were you God, thinking? I know it. Go on, what I was... I, I came off there about six months ago because it, uh, it was obnoxious. Go on, what, what, what's been going on? I mean, I, I only joined, so I've seen the occasional video that you might put up there, but it's just endless stream of absolute <laughs> tack. Right, so first thing you had a few days ago, talk radio, put a question... No. Do you trust the BBC mm. or Tommy Robinson more? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now, I don't know about now. And, and the depressing thing was yeah. is that most people said it was Tommy. Yeah. It was Tommy. Our Tommy. He actually He's doing it for the troops. End. Yeah. <sighs> He's doing it for God. the troops. He's doing it for our God. boys, for our brave boys and girls out in Afghanistan. Oh, it's just... Oh, and then you've got... Today, obviously, this thing about the girl who's trying to come back into the country because yeah. she's with... Ah, yeah, yeah, and and the question was put up there about uh, she's got a baby. Should that should this unborn baby come back to the country or be taken into, mm. taken into account? And you have a couple of comments saying, "Let the baby rot." Yeah. <gasps> and I'm just sort of thinking, hang on, we don't we don't know. We, well, it, running this page, Nelly. In, in all honesty, sorry, Nelly. In all honesty, we do not know if it is a baby or a bomb. We just don't know. We just don't know. <sighs> How indoctrinated that baby inside her womb is! It's just never ending, and I'm I'm just uh, it, uh, I know I should just ignore it, but it's just come off it infuriates me. That, come the, off the things about the things were coming off it as well. I mean, I try not to sort of. This sounds strange, but not just look at things that I like or follow things that I like because then you get good, into oh, your own you. echo chamber. Yeah, yeah, good for you. But I think if things are genuinely upsetting you, uh, I don't mean breaking, necessarily breaking down in tears, but you, you sound upset, then you don't need to mix and match that much. I, I, I was on there because I thought it ought to, to you know, to so, show solidarity for the station, and then I would, I would, any videos they put up of me, I'd then put them on my page. But I saw, all that Tommy Robinson stuff just made me think, my God, our show really is the alternative to, to the, the main audience this station has. And that's fine, that's fine. I don't mind, I don't mind us sticking out like this. I'm, I, I actually quite works in our favour. But um, I saw some re- really, really nasty comments about me 
um, under under stuff. And I'm, listen, I'm I'm I, I, I'm all for sort of people saying what what they want, but some of this stuff was really really obnoxious. And I, I don't know who's in charge of the Facebook page, and no one was monitoring it or taking down stuff, calling me a nonce, for example. You know, no one was taking well, it down. But... And I thought, well, this is hang on a minute, this is my sorry. no no. Sorry, I wasn't saying hang on to you. I was saying hang on. This is me thinking out loud. I was thinking, hang on a minute, this is a Facebook page for the place that I work, and they're quite happy with me being called a nonce. I think I'm going to come off this now. Go on, sorry. Yeah, that's, yeah it's just... Uh, it gives you a... I mean, I mean, the impression I get is that this is a snapshot of the, the talk radio audience. I'm just thinking, if this is the, the sort of audience you want to attract, yeah. you're doing something wrong. <laughs> I mean, I'm obviously, you know, I'm not qualifying any well. A radio degree from years ago, but that's was you know, in a previous life or whatever. But it's just ridiculous that that's your target audience. These are mainly idiots. Well, there's money to be made from idiots. I mean, Tommy Robinson makes yeah. a fortune from idiots. You know, um, Prison Planet guy makes a fortune from idiot people who buy brain pills. You know, there's money, and I know a few people have, have failed, gaunt failed at trying to make money from idiots. There's that um, guy with the beard who's been around the last sort of three, four months in a few videos. He's making a fortune from idiots, and he's, he's just racist thugs. Um, and, you know, I, here's the thing. I get on all right with Julia Hartley-Brewer. Now, I didn't before. I get on with her. But I do think her politics are abhorrent, right? Um, and that's The Breakfast Show. The Breakfast Show is, is quite a right wing, is, is a significantly right wing, which is right wing's not bad. I'm not saying it's bad at all, but quite an angry, mean and that's putting it gently, vibe coming off the breakfast show. Um, I think that's kind of the flagship show of, of I- I- extreme, right? Extreme, I don't mean it in, in the traditional sense of extreme, but that's kind of the flagship show that's attracting the Tommy Robinson supporters and stuff like that. I don't think any of the other presenters are quite as right as that. I know, for example, Mike Graham, who's on 10 to 1 in the morning, abhors Tommy Robinson and everything he stands for. Now, he's he's mm. he's right-wing, Mike Graham, but abhors Tommy Robinson and, and all of that lot and refuses to engage with him because why should he give um, oxygen of publicity to an arsehole like that? Um, but, yeah, the Facebook page does make the Daily Mail comment section look like soft play. I mean, I start to wonder what the... Uh sort of people who are on the talk radio singles, dating side the like, <laughs> well, likes, they, like Brexit, they, hanging, <laughs> religious prejudice. Hang on, no, hanging. I'm sure they're all delightful. As, as, they're paying, as they're paying for significant parts of this show, I'm sure they are all wonderfully um, uh, attractive young men. And women, yeah, I'm, I'm of course. Sure. Uh, well, listen, come well, on. I, I think with that Facebook page, once the tone was set, that's when it starts attracting a certain sort of person because everyone else goes, ah, yeah. I'm out. And also, what you need, what you, yeah, exactly, it attracts. And, and what you need with a Facebook page like that, and I've got, I've got no idea who runs it, is you need someone who's on it all the time. It can't be just I'm going to put this up and go. You've got to be monitoring it all the flipping yeah. time. And if there is people, you know, saying we should hang this, we should ki- we should kill, shoot this baby, we should Ian Lee is a nonce. Well, then they should be they should be taken off and banned. You know, yeah, it, 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 it should be monitored. It's not about freedom of political expression at that point. It's just about you know idiocy. Here's my suggestion, Nelly. Mm. Um, I came off it because I I just felt it was healthier if if I came out of it. But there is a Facebook page, the Talk Radio listeners which is, is people who listen to the station, and it's run by fans of the station. I, I, I moved out of there about a month ago. Um, that might be a place you want to go. Or, I don't know, just just go... Hashtag TLNA gets a little bit of traction on Twitter, if that's your vibe. 
or just come off social media because it's full of dickheads? Yeah, there is a dickhead vibe amongst a lot of people, isn't there? Just doesn't get in at the minute. I was thinking about creating an app as well, uh, and I was going to think. I was thinking, how hard is it to create an app? Oh, you know hang on a minute! So when you say you were thinking about creating an app, you, you mean you were thinking from the from the basic? Yeah, it's, it's 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 quite hard. I mean, can you program? Do computer programming and not just basic? No. Nah. Right, it's 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 quite hard. Isn't like sort of like an like a an app quick. that can help you write yeah. an app? I don't yeah. know, Nelly. I don't know, but I wish you the best of luck. Good luck with that. Thank you. Someone is doing an app for this show. Reed. It was Reed, wasn't it? I think yeah. the, the, the guy's name. And um, then that went all quiet. And he sent me an email saying, I'm, I'm really sorry it's gone quiet. Right? He's, he wants to build like a soundboard app of all of the clips and stuff so you can have it on your phone and it's, it will be free and, you know. And um, so I sent him all of the clips. And he was quite busy on it for a while. Then he went quiet and he sent me an email saying, I'm really sorry I've gone quiet. Um, I've just got my mock GCSEs coming up and I need to revise. I went, oh, my God, you're a he's boy. A boy. He's, a, he's a young man. I thought he was like, like a grown-up bloke. All I'd seen was this tiny little picture online. So I said, oh, dude, you take as long as you want. You, if it takes a year, you, you go off and you do, you do your... Your exams are slightly more important than a soundboard app for this rubbish that's going to be downloaded by about 267 people. Yeah. Um, so that is happening at some point. Um, and, of course, we are going to put together uh, a book of <coughs> transcripts of the show... Can we, maybe on Monday show, let's not do it tonight, but maybe on Monday show, we'll have a little run-through of all the ones that we've got. Yeah. We'll name them. We'll see how much we've got. Um, and if people want to do a few more, then that would be awesome. They are coming in. Um, if you go to my YouTube channel, has got loads of different clips up. Some of them have been done already, so you might want to hold off until Monday um, when we, we'll give you a rundown of the clips, that we, the, the, the transcripts that we've got already, because you don't want any doubles. Um, and then the plan is... We put them all in the book because there's just something very funny about reading them. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what it is, but it just made me laugh. Um, it, 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 we will put them in a book, and then we will, <coughs> excuse me, we'll sell the book, and all the money from the book will go to Samaritans. You know, we're not going to make a lot. I'm not expecting anyone's going to get rich of this. Um, we'll put it out in a nice little book. I think Unbound, 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 yeah, Unbound. I think Unbound is like an online website that will print a book for you, I think. So that's what we'll, we'll do. And then the ultimate plan would be to do a performance, an evening of theatre, where people take these transcripts and take them completely out of the context of a radio studio and put them on a bus or put them in space or put them in Victorian times or put them, you know, wherever you want to put them, man. Who cares? Or you want to do a performance art piece where... You have 50 performers on stage. I mean, it'd be tricky, but... And they each they say a word each. Whatever you want to put, put them into a song. Whatever you want to do. That's there. We've got another hour of this before Martin Kellner comes in, dear listeners. Gone quiet on the phones, but the calls we're getting are high quality. Oh, yeah. Very, very high quality, which is great. So, if you want to give us a call, you're very welcome to. Um, the phone number is, and it costs you pennies if if that, 0344 499 1000. 0344. 499-1000. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Oh, loving it! As you would. I've forgotten about that. That's Ananda Shankar. The Nan- Ananda Shankar experience in the state of Bengal. Uh, and that song is Jungle Symphony live. And I got I got that CD uh, like 20, 20 years ago when I was at working at XFM. And uh, we used to play, I think that song was the single. We used to play that song a lot. And uh, I'd forgotten about it. And I just I, I finally found the hard drive that goes with my laptop. So I've got all the songs back for the, for the first time in ages. And um, that rocks, man. And then you Googled him. Yeah. And he's dead. He is. Isn't it? Yeah, 1999, age uh, 56. 56, and he's, he, he, is, he is related to Ravi Shankar. Nephew. There you go, you see. Um, well, that's good. Oh, not good that he's dead, obviously. That's One of the best concerts I ever went to, oh, I can't remember his name now. Oh, yes, I can. Was when I was in Pakistan, I was invited to go to a concert. It was weird, Pakistan. It's three months of being very weird and very shy. Not being, I was a smoker, but I didn't want to smoke in front of my dad, even though he was a smoker, because he didn't know I was a smoker. Um, really, 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 really missing weed. Missed weed so much. I, I did get. Oh, here's the thing: we met, we met this um, like rich, really rich girl, right? Who we we're, we're making a film in Pakistan for three months, and it's uh, and I'm you know all, all I was there was like a, my dad kind of got this job made up where I'd get two hundred fifty quid a week and I'd be like his assistant. I didn't really have anything to do, but I, but I did. Actually, there was a lot for me to do. I did a lot of work. But um, then I ended up being Christopher Lee's double as well as having to do all this like props assistant and stuff. But we a lot of the money was bent that paid for this film. A lot of it was corrupt, man. There was so many backhanders going to the government. A lot of it was corrupt. And the film company had to go and court all of these millionaires to get money out of them. And we went to this really posh, so many posh parties, you know, with millionaires in these gated communities. It's really weird. And we met this... Um, young woman i mean i was 24 i guess she was like 22 23 and she a lot of the pakistani people that befriended us were lovely some of those people that befriended us were befriending us because they wanted us to take them to england and so they could get visas to come in england it's really difficult to get a visa from pakistan to england anyway um so we met this young woman who was the daughter of a like a multi-millionaire and she kind of infiltrated the 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 crew and she would become friends with the crew um and she once i once went to get my um key at the hotel lobby pearl continental pearl intercontinental they said oh there's a package for you mr rugby i was like oh yeah sure fine okay i took it and it said on the front it was from this girl what is this and I got up to my hotel room, and it was um, a big block of Pakistani hashish. Right. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, all right, this is great. All right, we're, now we're home. This is when I was smoking a lot. And so I rolled a joint, and I'm smoking this joint right, in one of the most terrifying countries I've ever been in. Absolutely terrifying. And she phoned up while I was, did you get the, the gear? I said, yeah, got the gear. She goes, good, huh? good it's got confiscated from you know um pirates and it's good stuff I'm like, yeah she goes okay i should tell you that every member of the film crew y- you included your phones are being tapped by the government and they're you know the hotel opposite you every room facing you is it has a government spy in a military and they're they're spying on on you but she told you this on the phone 
yeah, 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 while I was smoking a massive doobie. And I'm like, okay. And then paranoia set in. And do you know what? They probably were bugging all of our calls because it was so bent over there. It was so corrupt. I, there was one party I didn't go to. Basically, you go to all these parties because there were booze. It's a dry country. But there was boo- if you went to the parties like at the British Embassy, and I think they went to one at the American Embassy, and these millionaires' parties, despite it being a Muslim country and it being dry, it was always booze. So all the film crew would go to these parties to get, um, to get absolutely hammered. And there was one party I didn't go to. But there were loads of, like, sex workers there, loads of people smoking weed. And the guy rolling the joints, that was the chief of the Pakistani police. You know, he was there. He was there. And he, was, he came to the film shoot the next day and was going, that's the guy that was rolling the joints. Nuts. Such a weird experience. And th- we were getting death threats every single day. You know, every single day we'd be on the front page of the paper. And the controversy was, because we're making this film Jinnah, about Muhammad Ali Jinnah, who was like the Pakistani um, Gandhi, right? But it's actually, if you look into him, there's, there's, there's some weird things about him. There's some weird kind of... Um, there's, there's rumours that he might have been a paedophile. That bit wasn't in the film, right? But the controversy was that he was being played by Christopher Lee. Right. Now, here's the thing, right? If you Google Jinnah, Christopher Lee looks incredibly like him. He looks incredibly like him. And Jinnah was, was Pakistani, but he's a very light-skinned Pakistani. Basically, if you're light-skinned in Pakistani, it means you've got a load of money. So, but, but the Pakistanis were furious, kind of rightfully so, that A, a white man was playing Jinnah, even though he kind of looks very fair-skinned anyway. But also that Dracula was playing Jinnah. So there'll be loads of pictures of Dracula on the front of their papers. I mean, I wish I'd kept these. Every day for three months we were there, we were on the front page of the papers. And one of the front pages, it was the most terrifying thing I've ever read. It was all texts from readers who had been whipped up into this, this fury about this film crew. And the whole front page was texts from people. And I'll never forget, one of them said, and this was before we were aware of suicide bombers, one of them said, I'm tempted to strap explosives on myself and run on the set when they're filming and blow myself up. We're like, shit. This, and all these threats was insane. And we were protected by the, the police protected us. Um, and the police and the army in Pakistan, certainly at this point, 25 years ago, hated each other. Like, real intense rivalry. I, I never quite understood what it was. But there was a scene. We had to do a scene in this street where there were protesters and they were being arrested by the police. So we had the police playing the police and the army were playing the protesters, right? And so they're filming and, and my dad had said, just be, just know where the truck is today because there there's a real chance it's going to kick off. So just always know where the truck is. Stay with Campbell, who I was working with. Just know, just, just know what, how to get out of there if you need to. And um, they're filming this scene, and it kicked off. And a copper fired a real gun. And um, one of the soldiers beat the crap out of a copper. And this is all going on while it's filming. And my dad just came. He tapped me, tapped me on the shoulder. We're going now. And we went and we left. We left everything there, the props, everything we left there. And they beat the shit out of each other. Beat the crap out of each other. It was terrifying. Three months of this. Three months. Don't know why I'm... Um... Anyways, oh, oh, because the best concert I went to was there, right? The best concert I went to was um, some guy. He was a VJ. I'm a VJ. Um, He was a bit of a knob, actually. I'm a VJ. Hey, you want to smoke a joint? 
Yeah, yeah, of course I will. I'll, I'll, I'll hang out with knobs to smoke joints. And he made the weirdest joint. He had a, like a normal cigarette and he put all the tobacco out, mixed the hash with the tobacco, then put it back in the cigarette. It was weird. Uh, but he took me to a concert. And the concert was, uh, it was in Karachi and it was open air. It was like this hot evening, like hot March in, in Karachi. And everyone was sat on cushions. It wasn't, you know, people were getting up and walking around. And it was this guy called Nusrat Fatih Ali Khan, right? Big fat guy. And he would sit there and he would sing these amazing songs. And I'm just sat there going, this is, Im- this is incredible. I was probably a bit stoked. But this is like, this is incredible. And the next day they took me to a record shop, to a tape shop. You go to, the, they don't have record shops. They just have tape shops where it's all albums that have been taped off of records and stuff. And I just bought a load of the stuff. And when I came back, I bought a load of the stuff. Um, and, and then he died. But it was just the most amazing concert. And he's a really famous, you know, if you know anyone who knows Asian music, and you mention Nusrat Fatih Ali Khan, like, oh, yeah, 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 that guy's the governor. And I got to see him in his hometown. It's amazing. Um, don't know why I was talking about that. Sorry, I went off on a little tangent there, and that's used up that whole quarter. I do apologise. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. You can, if you want to share your experiences of exotic gigs in exotic places. I mean, seeing Nusrat Fatih Ali Khan in Pakistan, he's a world superstar, you know, and seeing him there and not really knowing who he was, but going. Wow, this is incredible. Uh, so if you want to share your stories of exotic concerts all around the world, otherwise we'll just sit here and we'll go through the papers and online and uh, share some stories with you. Oh, and about cleaning our chakras to make money. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock, hate going to work. On Talk Radio. Can I show you before before you do your cleaning your chakras to make money, mm-hmm. can I show you the most handsome man in the world? You can try. Okay. I saw this picture and went, oh. Oh, gosh. Maybe I, maybe, maybe, maybe I am. Because he is gorgeous. You ready? No. Look into his eyes. You will know the love you feel is growing. So look into his eyes. (laughs) Who is it? It looks like Jesus. Shall I tell you who it is? Go on. The lead singer from Hanson. Oh, blimey. Isn't it? That little, uh, that that lovely little girl that he was. The lovely little girl. I love Hanson, by He's the way. Grown up. There's no irony. I love Hanson. I've seen them live a few times. First day of filming for the 11 o'clock show. Um, it was my birthday, and I had tickets to go and see Hanson at Wembley Arena. Uh, and I've seen them a few times, and I love them, and we, I, I've had them on the show whenever I can. And Umbop is, I think, is perfect. Again, Umbop was a song I heard in Pakistan, actually. I came back and bought that. Um, but some of their latest stuff, they're such a good band. And everyone goes, what, Hanson? Yeah, they're such a good band. But look at um, Taylor Hanson. Is that the is that the singer? That's the or singer. Is that the little brother? That's that's that one. Gosh, I mean, isn't it? He's gorgeous. <laughs> he get, he's only thirty five. Makes sense, I suppose. He was a, he was a boy. He was about fifteen when. Um... That's that's, that, that's the drummer. Oh gosh, that's the As, little I one. I think the drummer is is Zach. I think. Um, that's the little one. What was the little one? <laughs> What the heck? Yeah, he's got about six kids, hasn't he? Taylor married wife Natalie when he was 19, and they have six children together, ranging from the age of 15 to two months old. That's crazy. Flipping heck, man. 
They're quite religious, though, aren't they? Very, very religious. And you know there's a fourth handsome brother who's not quite as good looking. Yeah, there's a fourth one. Um, I love I love Hanson. I think they're so good. We had them on Three Counties, didn't we, once? I think so, yeah. Yeah, we did, we had to, we did them on the ISDN. Um, and uh, I'd like Hanson again, but I'd want, I want to meet up with Hanson. I want, I want to be in the room with the Hanson well, guys. Well, we know why now. <laughs> I want to get hands-on with Hanson. <laughs> Hanson. 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 I want to get Hanson on the show. I want to get Hanson on the show. Okay. I want to get Hans no. on the show. No. There's Hans. We've been asking. Here's the thing. The car with Hans. We have been asking for Hans to come on the show for the past five months. And Hans has not come on. Hans, why you not come on? Why you not come on show? Hans, why you not come on show? You're coward. Yeah, shit, coward. Shays and coward. Oh. Shays and coward, Hans. You're not coming on the show. Every day, five months, we ask you to come on the show. We phone up. No, Hans not coming on the show. Well, you're a shays and coward. And I will... I will kill you, Hans. Hans will be killed. And they are Hans. That escalated. Yeah, it did, didn't it? I that's, know why um, he won't come on, though. That's the German equivalent of this show, and it really is controversial. <laughs> it really is. Um, let's, uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's make money from our chakras. <laughs> right, so your kitchen is a world of activity and energy, guys, where food is made and eaten. Yes, So according sir. to chat, it's fate. It's a nourishing space, so the ideal spot to use when you want to boost your coffers. Yeah, the Nick coffers. Yes, he likes the kitchen. Do your usual floor wash, add a squeeze of fresh lemon, known for its cleaning powers, and a couple of drops of basil essential oil. Why? I just put bleach in. If you prefer, you can make it. That's because you're not doing witchcraft. No, I put, I put, I feel the, I love, I love mopping the floor. I had to, I told you, this is the thing. I'm like an old man because I um, had a little fry up for breakfast at the weekend and I, but I, what I like to do with the the, salt, the the frying pan is I don't put it straight in the dishwasher because everything gets covered in oil yeah. so I soak it in the sink for a little bit so I put it in the sink put some bubbles on it bubble a liquid wa- washing up liquid turn the water on and then I, I sat down to eat my delicious you're describing breakfast. washing a pan well I'm describing my life um, so I sit down and have, have the, the you go eat quickly because the cats come up and jump on you and they try and eat it and I'm not. so I did that and I'm watching um, telly and then I thought oh, I should put this plate in there oh shit I'd left the tap on no. yeah the whole place was flooded up to my neck not up to my neck but the, there was a lot of water on the floor and I do worry I'm gonna I am gonna leave the iron on one day I am gonna leave the cooker on one day um, and I'm going to die oh I'm going to die a horrible, painful, hideous, hideous death. And it's going to be thoroughly, thoroughly unpleasant. When I was at university, I got a phone call from my boyfriend in the days when we didn't have mobile phones. Okay, yeah. And someone came and knocked on my door and told me that the communal phone yeah. had gone for me. And it, so so I um, ran down the phone. Fo- the corridor ran down the, the phone ran down the to the ran phone the, ran down the phone ran down to the phone well, you said ran down the ran phone down the corridor you said ran down you okay. said ran down okay. the phone okay okay, That's what okay. She said. okay. i mean okay be with you in a second david okay ran down the corridor to the, ran down the corridor to the phones and i was on the phone for about probably about half an hour okay Came back i to love work. you so much well grow old with you and one day we're gonna have a baby together and we're gonna call it dave and he's going to live in Manchester and he's going to phone up late night radio shows. Oh, I love you too, baby, so much. Yeah, let's make a baby. Let's call him Dave. 
And Dave no, is on the line I, now. This no, is the baby you have with that boyfriend. Actually, he wanted to get engaged and live in Luton, oh. so that didn't last. Wow. So, um, wow. He had, he had ambition, he had ambition <laughs> he Dave, didn't he? He did. I was wondering, I missed a bit there. I think oh. when you uh, switched the line over. Okay. So I don't anyway. know whose baby I'm supposed to be. You're, you're Catherine and her um, ex-boyfriend. What was his name? Ali. I'd, I'd rather not say. Okay. Um, Ali. No. And then so I went back to my room all loved up and I opened the door and there was this awful smell. Because you did a big fart before you left. No, because I'd left the sink running and the oh. carpets were ancient and stinky and that it took me ages Ooh. to dry that room out. Ages. Ooh, hair dryer? Hair dryers at dawn? Hair dryers. Yeah. I used all Little my towels. Fajita. Oh, yeah. it was a fajita? Awful. Fajita? Hmm? A fajita. A fajita? A fajita. A fajita. I had to keep leaving the windows <laughs> open. It was awful. Oh. Stank. Um, Dave, what can we do for thee? Because Catherine's going to tell us how to make money from... Uh, I am. All right. Which I'm, which I'm very interested in, but, um, <laughs> but... Hunted. Hunted. What a load of crap hunted. that is. It's crap. It's not, actually. Well, well actually, it's not as crap as you think. Well, actually, it is, it is crapper than you think. And who, no, 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 no. I just wondered which one of us had been... Crap. Just wondered which one of us had been for the interview about being on it and had the tricks explained to them, whether it was me or you. Was it you? Ah, right. I can't remember. Was it me or you? I think it... I think it was me. <laughs> even I, I even I, I abhor myself. I have a bit of a deep dive into it, but yeah. the way they replicate the CCTV and the number plate recognition is, is pretty clever. Tell us tell us how they do it, first of all, then tell us how you know. Okay, the, the CCTV, they don't... They obviously don't have access to live CCTV. Well, you say obviously, because a lot of people, even though they flag, flag that up at the start of the show, a lot of people, most people who watch television are idiots, yeah. and they still yeah. think it's CCTV. Intelligence services have to get special permission to access that yeah, stuff. Yes, they're not going to give it to, to a bunch of knobheads in some office for no. Channel 4. <laughs> Definitely not. Right. Um, so what they do is they have... There's two production teams, one with the Hunters and one with the Fugitives. Um, right, you, OK, um, yeah. yeah. And they're not allowed to speak to each other. So they say, yeah. That's what they say. They go through... Um, there's an intermediary. Right. Uh, yes, here we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here we go. It's, it's former head of covert operations from the Met Police, what called Kevin O'Leary. OK. And he decides what the hunters are allowed to see or to hear, right. or information that they're passed. Right. So hang on a second. So hang on a second. It's yep. gone from people thinking they use CCTV to actually yep. there's one bloke who's in the middle of all of it and he decides how much the hunters get. So he, yeah. he, he basically decides whether the people get found or not. Um, yeah. No, because they, they, what they do is, because, because the production team are on the ground with the, um, the fugitives, yeah. so they'll see where they are, and if they're near CCTV, um, they'll pass to the, um, this intermediary former Matt bloke yeah. who will decide then, would, if the hunters had access to live... CCTV, which no one does, but yeah. Well, if they were, if they were hunting terrorist fugitives and they did have access, okay, then they give them the information of where that took place, and then right, like a, a day, a day or two later, the production team will go around shops in the local area, actually get CCTV with all the permissions, and then that yeah, but that, but only, but only later. the CT, CCTV. In shops, not the pub, not the the ones that you see in the high street, the ones in you know the news agents and and uh, BP, well, Texaco. There'll still be private ones in the high streets. No, I think you're incorrect there. That's not legal. 
No, banks have them outside. No, um, they don't. They're no. buildings. No, they don't. They do. No, Looking at cash machines and things. No, they, they don't. The bit I found particularly far-fetched in the last one we watched, I think last week, was when mm. they went to this person's house, demanded her phone. Yes, mate. And she had to hand it over. Now, she didn't have to hand it over. But she did. She... I think it's part of the rules she does. Well, no, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. She wasn't part of the rules. She, she was part like, of the team. She was a stranger that this woman um, befriended, right? So if then someone comes to me and says, yeah, you've got to give us your phone, otherwise we're going to take it, I say, you, you can F off, mate. Yeah. Can, is, is a glass in your yeah, face. Have get that. Out. Get out of my house. <laughs> um, and, but that's the thing. Again, they don't say... There are rules. And one of the rules is... I mean, the one oh, yeah. I was going to do was for two weeks. I think the, the the civilian one goes on for a month. But I had to, once in each week, I had to make contact with yeah. a family member or friend who, who, given the details. who they know about already, and I had to arrange to meet up with them in a public place. That is a bugbear of mine, because they... That is one of the rules, and they really don't flag it up on the show at all. They make it look like... No, they, they, everyone's just homesick, and they want to go and see Mum. Oh, he's going to go and see his Mum. Let's hang around their house. I wonder when that's going to happen. Yeah, well, you know yeah. you know, it's going to happen, and, and it's... Um... I totally agree on that bit. They should make that obvious in the show, rather than... Uh... Here's the thing as well. When I was, was going to do it, right, they... Um... Uh, it was for two weeks. It would have meant taking two weeks off of this, right, and, and sleeping in a field. And um, they weren't going to pay me because it was for because oh, it's for charity. Because it's for stand up for cancer, right? Which is great. Okay, they weren't going to pay me, and I was going. I was sat there going, right, but but I'm going to lose. You want me to do this and lose two weeks' wages, and. You, but you're not even gonna, you're not going to give me. I, I was just going. I don't listen. I get it's for charity and stuff. But tell me, the cameraman's getting paid, right? You're you're getting mm-hmm. paid, yeah. The person I'm sat here talking to, you're getting paid, right? But you, you don't want to no. pay six I or eight I people. The hunters are getting paid as well. Yeah, yeah everyone else <laughs> is getting paid. But sorry, you want me? What? Because you think I'm? I just really, really want to be on the telly. I'm all right, thanks. And um, so it didn't happen in the end didn't happen that does seem to be off they should give you something Jesus. for two for two weeks you know yeah um yeah anyway even it's just to cover what, what what else you'd be earning sorry even if it's just to cover what else you'd be earning by well, yeah, give, give, but yeah, yeah exactly pay, pay me pay me the wages that i would get for doing the radio and i do you know what i might i might consider it as a bit of a laugh but um, no, it's the, sh- the the show is not very good. Uh, it's all a f- it's all a fraud. <laughs> my plan was, uh, Dave, Kath, what was my plan? I mean, you had some very dodgy plans. Go on, what was my <laughs> best plan? I had a great plan, Dave. Listen to this. this you was going to hide doing. in plain sight, weren't you? Yeah. I'm not saying it. I was going to, you know, the lead hunter, the old guy. Uh, yeah, Blexley, Peter Blexley. Yeah, Peter Be- Blexley. I was going to find out where he lived, <laughs> right? <laughs> Break into his house. <laughs> Take a shit on his living room floor, <laughs> film myself doing it, and then send that video to him. And that was, that was my plan. That would have been great. That would have been great. You make a big, big old save it up for like a couple of days. Big old, you can see the steam coming off it on oh, his living room geez. on his living room I know, floor. You're giving it excessive amounts of thought, mm. David. And then take a picture of it, a little video. 
All right, all right, mate. Although someone did try something similar, not with feces, but they were talking, they were trying to lull the, uh, lure the uh, hunters to a certain place and then did... slash their tyres, didn't they? Yeah, he was going to slash their tyres and would slash their throats. But th- <laughs> no, he wasn't going to slash their throats. <laughs> That's what I would have. But they, but the jig was up because obviously the yeah. cameraman had told him. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, I don't, don't. Well, I think it was finished this week, hasn't it? So don't tell us. Who yeah, has, yeah. Don't, don't, don't tell us. Don't tell us who won because there'll be people. But anyway, who taped it? Instead of doing the, the, the steamer in the middle of um, Lexi's <laughs> um, living room, you stole some strawberries. So yeah, strawberry. Hey, get this right. You, you I'm going to do it on your own, or but, but I was going to do it on my own. I was going to do it on my own. Yeah. Um, I he, you and Kath would be good at it. Uh, going to hide in my playhouse. Kath's not. Kath's, <laughs> right. Kath's not a celebrity, so she was not. She was not invited. Here's the um, here's, here's the embarrassing thing that happened the other day, right? So now I've got a shorthand because because straight after the jungle I was really recognisable for a while after the jungle I was quite recognisable, but now I'm just that. Do I know? Are you are you on telly? Quite that's the question I get most mm. actually. It's not do I know you now? It's are you on telly? Mm. And so the other day I was it was in uh, we come out of swimming me and the boys and we went into a local baker's just to get like um, a loaf of bread and a sausage roll I think. What like the ordinary people? Yes. And we were getting seven. Guys bought the kids bought this stuff, and it's always a little bit frantic with the boys because they're nuts. And as we were leaving, the guy behind the counter went, "Are you on the telly?" And now I've got a really good shorthand. I go, "Yeah." Um, I just go. I just go straight into it because it saves time. I go, "Yeah, yeah." I was in. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. I'm the I'm the strawberry guy. And everyone goes, "Oh yeah, yeah." You and you and that boxer flipping it. And this guy went. So I don't with strawberry the oh, yeah. the the what? I've not I don't watch the I don't I'm a, I don't watch that. You're the strawberry what? Sorry, what's this about strawberries? Oh no! <laughs> oh, it was awful. Well, at least you didn't turn back the pig's fanny. <laughs> the fat pig's fanny guy, and I had to go. Oh, oh no, no, it's nothing. You might have seen me on Good Morning Britain. Okay, bye. <laughs> so, so I'm dropping that line. I'm dropping that shorthand. Dave, thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go. We will get your story, Catherine. Oh, it's all right. It's fine. I promise. But okay. we, first of all, I'm going to get rich on my own. Say hello to Rhythmic Paul. Oh, Rhythmic Paul. <laughs> Glaswegian greetings. Oh, that's menacing. Oh, oh, is it? Well, yeah, that's because... A Glasgow kiss. OK, well, that's racist. Oh, 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 yes, yeah. No, I, I called specifically um, to, to add some add a, add a new hashtag to, the, to the, the late-night alternative landscape, if I may. Please do, Paul. Yes, this is what we want. This is um, hashtag I'm with Ian. <laughs> Reason being, because um, I've spent um, well since I moved up here, I've, I've had a commute, so I've been catching up with all the all of your shows, oh. and um, each and every time somebody phones up to you know have a go, see if they can get one up on you, Never. they're wrong, they're just plainly wrong. It's, so I've, I've I'm surprised I can hear. I can surprise I can understand you so well with your tongue well, well, so far well, up well. my ass. <laughs> But you know what? I'm 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 loving it. I am loving it. Paul is a, Paul is a very talented musician, very talented artist. Works with some of the greatest oh, orchestras in the He's world. He's doubling back, Paul. He works with some of, the, <laughs> some of the greatest orchestras in the world. Tours the world, plays all over the world. Um, and this guy, this guy really, really turns knows out, his stuff. Turns out you're both very flexible. He really knows his oh, stuff. Yeah. He's, uh, he's a yeah. handsome guy. He's got a beautiful wife. They live a very luxurious lifestyle. This is what I want. I want successful, talented, beautiful people on my team. And, and Paul is right at the front of the queue. Yeah. Hashtag I'm with Ian. Oh, Paul. Bless you. And how many people, Paul, how many people pick up on this hashtag when you use it? 
Well, I haven't used it yet, but oh. I'm, I'm introducing it to the to the new like, to the, the landscape of late night radio. Okay, well, you you um, do that. You try it. Let me know how it goes. Okay. As I do not have okay. Twitter at the moment, and oh, um, yes, mm, and yes. yes. And, um, yeah, you do that, and we'll see you in Glasgow. I've got to set up the tickets. to set, otherwise. Yeah, otherwise you won't see anyone. <laughs> What's the date? Uh, isn't it like the 15th of February? Don't ask me, I don't know. Is it the 15th today? Today? Uh, today, is the 15th, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, what, what do you want to... What? Actually, 16th now. Is no, it... no, no, when you're coming. Oh, I'm so sorry, I misunderstood. Hang on. Hang on, sorry, sorry. Are you still with Ian? <laughs> but you should, be, with Ian. should be a little bit clearer, Paul, if you want to be in my gang. Um, I oh. think it's in July or June. Let me have a little look. Yeah, something beginning with okay. J. Something, kiss or June. in July. Um, Shaftesbury is in July the 6th, so it'll be June. I'm going to go to June, June, June. Tuesday, June the 25th, we got only got um, Love in the studio. Have we? Yeah, oh yes, yes. You yes. tell me that. No, I know, I was, I was keeping it as a surprise for well, tonight. Thanks very much, Paul, you've just ruined it. Um, <laughs> June, I might not have written it down. Ah! Saturday, June the 1st, the rabbit hole will be coming to Glasgow. Saturday, June the 1st. And all night of June the 1st, we'll be driving home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mate. Yes. Oh, my God. I've oh. got a concert. No. What time's the show? What time's your concert? Um, I've got a dress rehearsal at 6 o'clock, concert 7.30 to 10. I'm gutted. Okay. Turns out he's a loser. not with Ian. A guy's a guy. <laughs> Say that again. So Turns fine. out he's not with Ian. There we go. That guy's a loser. He's a scumbag. Well, the show is obviously sort of seven till ten. That's when shows are. Listen, he's only a percussionist. They won't notice if he's not there. <laughs> just just give give a triangle to a kid in the audience. He can do the same job. Just get everyone to clap. Come on, mate. No. Drum machine, isn't it? Out, outrageous. That is that is that is, fans like that, plastic fans I call them. <laughs> Um, I don't want anything to do with them. They they denigrate the name of the late night alternative. They drag this name through the mire. We wallow in the mire with those guys, and I don't want to wallow in any mires with those guys. Um, scumbag, absolute scumbag. Let's ban that guy. Uh, let's go to Blake. Good evening, Blake. Good evening. How you doing? I'm okay, Blake. I'm okay. What you got for us? Well, let's talk about a couple of uh, news stories that I uh, witnessed today. Okay, some news stories you've witnessed. All right, let's do it. Absolutely right. So, um, the first one was about a, um, it was a dwarf. Um, someone was actually uh, pickpocketed a dwarf. And sort of, how can anyone sleep so low? Your voice is so low, Blake, but lower than usual. That I, I'm, usual. I'm feeling it in. I'm feeling it uh, in my feet, but I'm not it's feeling... brown noise. It's it brown noise. The, the, okay, so they pick I'll try and speak a little bit more clearly for you. For a moment. Go on. Um, I just wanted to speak as well. Like, the other day I went on a date with this girl. Hang on. Is, are you doing gags? I was... Um, I, I, I don't know what you mean by that, but I was, I was on a date with this girl and... Uh, so, yes. We went, we, went to, we went to a bar. And was there a dwarf that was being pickpocketed? No, that was a story I'd actually witnessed on the news um, earlier on today. Who witnesses? Who witnesses story? Are you high? Who witnesses stories on the news? Um, as in, when you watch them on on the television. Okay, so you can, you right. And what them. happened to this this guy? He was pickpocketed. Okay, great story. So, what's yeah. the? Yeah, okay. What's the next one, Blake? So, uh, 
like I would like sort of on a date with this girl. I was in a bar and um, oh, she asked me. Um, I said to her, actually, I asked her. I said, "Oh, was dangling." Right, okay. Oh, jeez. Oh, right. what, like, what would you like to drink? Yeah. She said, "Out of a tonic water, please." Okay. So I um, I swept her off her feet, didn't I? Oh, that was actually he turned that around right at the end. That is great. That is not great. It's, it's a good starting point. He's turned it around. It's hovering over the cutoff button. Um, do it again, because Catherine's pulling the, the face. The um, when I she mi- I missed it because it's. Do it. Do it again. Do it again. Can you do it in your? Can you do it in your normal fals- voice? In your falsetto. This is a normal voice. All oh, right. Yeah. Of course. Blake's called us before. You've called us before, haven't you, Blake? Oh yeah, I think. Blake's like time, Blake's like sixteen. Do it. In, can you do a falsetto voice? A falsetto voice. I mean, I can when I'm singing, but not can you? Can you? Uh, this is my falsetto voice. Well, I, I don't believe that you understand what you're talking about, mate. It's David the Reverend. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, possum, let's hear it. Tell us the story in your Dame Edna voice, please. No, which voice? Your, the voice you just did. It sounds like Dame Edna Everidge. If you don't know who that is, then shame on you. I mean, I'm, sorry, I'm terribly sorry. I don't know who that is, but um, I'm going to continue it in my in my original voice. Well, I won't understand you. But Kath can't hear it because of um, her ovaries. Okay, allow me to uh, try and speak a little bit close to the microphone. No, it's not. So, it's, not it's not microphone. It's, 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 no, it's, it's uh, it is. Uh, it's talking like this, and it's very difficult to understand what you're saying. You could just somehow. I mean, that, was very, that was a very good Batman impression. I'll you could just somehow lighten the voice a little bit. We could talk like that. And then oh, we'd understand it. He was having a date. Yeah, and she wanted a drink. Well, and he got his tonic water. She wanted and he what on a first date? Listen, he swept her off her feet. He swept her. Schweps. You mean Schweps. He swept her off her feet. Doesn't quite work. It doesn't quite work, but I, I, I like it. I like okay, it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Right, so anyway, the next, the next one. So I was on the news. Uh, the next yeah, one. This <laughs> is another thing you, 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 witnessed, you witnessed on the news. Here we go. And uh, essentially, there was um, in Egypt. They discovered a, uh, a new, uh, new tomb from the ancient Egyptians. Hang on a minute, I can't understand you now. Oh, uh, uh, do it again. Go on, focus. Over in Egypt. Over in Egypt. Recently. Recently. Yeah, they, uh, they discovered a. Um, they discovered a brand new tomb. A brand new tomb. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, they um, they went inside and they opened up nope. the sarcophagus. <laughs> Get your friend to tell us this because. <laughs> Honestly, it's so low. <laughs> they opened the sarcophagus. Yes, they opened up the sarcophagus, and uh, inside it was loads of sweets and chocolates. Yeah, loads of sweets and chocolates, yeah. Uh, they called him the Pharaoh Rocher. <laughs> I like this guy. I like this guy, the Pharaoh Rocher. Do you know what, as well? Go on. Surely it would be like a mount, a golden mountain of round sweets rather than lots of sweets and chocolate. Stop it, you. What? Stop it. What? This guy has put his, put his, he's put his neck Just on the line. He's put a little bit more top spin literally, on. Literally, literally I'm on. 18 years old now and my kidneys still haven't matured into adult knees. You see, you see that? He's I dying. don't understand what he's saying. He's dying with kidney failure. Of what? Kidney, <laughs> kidney failure. Is that why his voice is like that? No, it doesn't matter. Give him some respect. <laughs> he might not be here in six months. Listen, right. Okay, listen, listen, right. So essentially that was... um. That was my friend that you asked me to put on the uh, on the phone earlier. If you both, you can't both have voices that are that low. No, I do believe you. Okay. I, I, 
I do believe he was trying to impersonate me. However, if you actually want to hear his original voice, this is actually Blake. I'll pass you over to the actual Blake. What? This, this isn't even Blake. We're going to speak to the real Blake now. This is insane. You're about to speak to the real. <laughs> wow, the guys, this is incredible. Let's speak to the real Blake. <laughs> it's a privilege that not many people get. So. Uh... Oh, we got cut off. That's a shame. We were about to speak to the real Blake and we got cut off. Oh, well. Oh, three, four. Kath has got no idea what's going on. I have. Just relax and go with it's it. It's a jokes party. Come on. Miserable cow. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Phone then. Let's have some jokes. Let's have some jokes and puns for grumpy Kath. I'll keep you in the nuts. That's, um, okay. That's I'm not fine. joking. All right. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. Uh, should say there's show there are shows happening. Glasgow is not yet, but Manchester and Brighton and uh, London and Shaftesbury are. IanLee.com slash event. IanLee.com slash event is uh, where to go. Let's make money. Oh yeah. Page from cleaning the floor with a little bit of vim. Is it vim? Uh, vim is very old-fashioned. Yeah. <laughs> you know who you're talking to? Isn't vim, wasn't it that powdery vim one? Vim was like the lemony, acidic powder that you, yeah, you put in. Yeah, my gran used to vim. like that. Used, used to, to love really vim. sort of, when you would, I remember when I was really little and one of my, well, not really little, but really young, one of my jobs was cleaning the bathrooms and doing yeah. the bath with that and it used vim. to really kind of scru- yeah, yeah. scrape. Vim. Not to be confused with Vim Toe, although they both taste horrible. Disgusting. Right, here we go. I like mopping the floor. Because I know how to mop the floor properly. I learned how to mop the floor properly when I worked in the bakery department of Safeways. How do you mop it properly? Well, okay. Well, you tell me how you mop the floor. Go on. I don't. I pay someone to do it. All right. You tell me how you would... If if you had to mop the floor in an emergency, what would you do? Tell me how you do it. I would get me mop and bucket. Yep. Uh, I would fill it with hot soapy. Mm Mm-hmm. I would start uh, on the inner corner of the room. Yeah. And I would mop towards the door. Okay, how would you do it? How would you apply? How would you apply the? I would do like sh- 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 like a yeah, like no, a, you're an idiot. a figure of eight. It's not how you do it. It's not how you do it. What do you do? Because you've got the mops that you, you put it in and you can squeeze yeah, it. Yeah, that's what you? I've got. Yeah, so you put it in and squeeze it. Yeah. I don't do it. I pay no, someone to do it. This is what you do. Put the mop in the bucket. Get it wet. Don't squeeze it. Take it out. You put it on the floor. Oh, isn't that too splashy? No, it's meant to be splashy. This is the thing that people don't know, right? Meant to be splashy. So you do a bit, meant to be splashy. Then you put it in the, the water and you dunk it, uh-huh. right? Clean it. Yeah. Take it out. Yeah. Then you put it in the dry bit and you squeeze a bit and you squeeze it. And then you mop the bit you've just done. That absorbs the water uh. that you put on the... I learned this in a bakery. But why don't you just do it uh, like semi-dry? Because it doesn't clean it. Yeah, it does. You need the water all over the water. It goes everywhere. And then you... Like then swab the in mop, the deck. The mop... Is picking up the water that you put, put, picking up the dirty water that you put down, absorbing it, and you put it in, you dunk it, and you dry it, and then you, and then you get to the next bit. So you just put it in the thing so it's nice and wet, you slap it all up, slap it, slap it, slap it, slap it, slap it, put it back in. That's how you do it. Got to have a system. Got to have a system. I learnt that in a bakery. So. the same one you bled into? It is actually the same one I bled in, yes. Right. Safeways in Slough on Farnham Road. Okay. The kitchen is a whirl of activity and energy. Not in my house, it's not. Where food is made and eaten. It's where cats... Um, Defecate. The cat did a poo in the office. Oh, that's rude. I trod on a poo, I squashed the poo, I thought it was, and I thought it was mud, so I picked it up and went, oh. They're, tr- they're trolling you now. They are. Because they've been using the litter tray since they arrived, so what's changed? I've let them out in the garden, that's what's changed. It's confused their gyroscopes, oh, hasn't wow, it? Oh, wow, yeah. Set their gyroscopes off. Gosh. 
Come on, please get to the... You keep going off on tangents. Let's get to the point of the this story kitchen, before Kellner comes in. The kitchen Killer is a whirl of activity and energy. Not in my house, it's not. Where food is made and eaten. It's a nourishing... Food isn't sp- made. Food is prepared. You don't make food there. You don't make food. You don't make food. You make, they make food in like a bakery or a... Um, a, a don't you think a bakery is a kitchen? Why? You know the gardening centres? Yeah. Right, and they don't call them this anymore. Uh-huh. But why did they used to be called nurseries? Because they are um, bringing on baby plants. Okay. Bring on the baby plants! <laughs> you prick them out, don't you? Oh, that's how I don't And um, you nurture them. Okay. And, yeah, that. Okay. <clears throat> the kitchen is a world no, of... No, you don't need to start. What? Just get to the point. Come on, you're, re- you're starting to bore me now. All right. You've been doing, you've been doing this for the last 40 you've minutes. You've been interrupting me for the last 40 minutes. I haven't, actually. And we had fake Blake on. Uh, I haven't, actually. If I've, I do really like that, you take me callers, let me finish. The callers, we've actually had trolls. Blake was a troll. Ugh. That um, rhythmic guy, rhythmic weirdo was a troll. I'm your biggest fan. We're doing we're our biggest fan of living in Glasgow. Oh, we're doing a show in Glasgow. Oh, I can't come. Uh, troll. Uh, the guy before that, Dave, was a troll. Everybody this hour has been a troll. You're trolling me the now. Kitchen. Just do the story. Please Is don't it? start again. Please well... don't start again. Please don't. <laughs> Get to where you just were. Uh, activity uh, making food. Go. Uh, it's a nourishing space. Making food. Go. <laughs> it's a nourishing space. <laughs> So it's the ideal spot to use when you want to boost the coffers, not Nick's. Okay. To your usual floor wash, add a squeeze of fresh lemon, known for its. Ooh, we've done this bit we already. Sure. Okay. No, this isn't even the most interesting thing in this magazine. I don't know why you picked it. <laughs> I thought it'd be like a quick. It should in. be. It's like two paragraphs. Well, it's taking you an hour to not do it. <laughs> because you keep in. So sorry, Amy. Who's answering the phones this week. She's done a great to job. Great job. I'm really sorry. This is not how to get ahead of radio. wash. Add a squeeze of fresh lemon known for its cleansing powers and mm. a couple of drops of basil essential oil. I might get some white vinegar. Don't. I used to watch How Clean Is Your House and think, oh, yeah, I could do that. I had my own flat. And it was just me, and I kept it pristine. It's other people that ruined my houses. Anyway, yeah. I did the whole bathroom with white vinegar. Yeah. Smelled like chips for about two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looked really clean. It looked beautiful. But I smelled like, <coughs> it smelled like a chip, chippy. Oh, really? Yeah. Because they say like white vinegar can like cure diseases. Yeah. I've got a book about um, uses of vinegar. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. I asked for it for Christmas. Bloody hell. <laughs> because I saw it and I went, wow, I need that in my life. <clears throat> I've consulted it no times. No, okay. Please just pick up where you left off. <laughs> yeah, it smelled like a chippy. Okay. Oh, not that bit, this bit. Terrible. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but that, bit, that fitted perfectly. Right. I've got no idea where that came right, from. Right, so we're up to the basil essential oil, like okay. we've all got that. Yeah. If you prefer, you can make an infusion of fresh basil leaves by adding boiling water, letting it simmer, and then straining the liquid. Basil has strong money-drawing properties. Mix together with your usual floor wash and then begin to mop the kitchen floor in a circular motion, working from the outside in. As you do this, imagine you're spreading gold dust over the floor. Repeat every day for two weeks to see positive results. Whoa, I'm not mopping the floor every day. I whop it it and then I mop it once a month if it's lucky. But actually, if I did that once a week, I'd probably save myself about 15 quid. Okay. That's what I pay the cleaner. 
Uh, do you know what? I'm so busy trying to get the volume right and the Halloween music. I actually missed the story. But don't do it again. Please I've got don't a different do it. one. Okay, go on. Did you know a brownie is a spirit that, according to British folklore, would come into your house at night and clean it? No, and do a brownie the chores. is either um, something to get rid of your daughters for an hour every yeah, Friday brilliant. night. It's brilliant. Or it's uh, something you put a little bit of hashish in and you, you go to space. Space oh. cakes. Oh, yeah. Space cakes. Do you know what I really want to do? I want to find out whether. Uh, oh. Roy DeLoon is in the house. Roy DeLoon. Roy DeLoon is a renowned dream analyst and psychic phenomena guru with over 20 years experience. Guru. Yeah, and he looks... You say guru like Mark Boland does. What guru? Metal guru. Is it you? <laughs> Why would he say metal guru? A guru. And he, I bet he'd never even heard the word guru. And he just saw it written down. Hey, that would be great for a song. I'm going to write a song called Wooden Guru Plastic Metal Guru. <coughs> Culture Corner on Roy's page. <clears throat> Jimi Hendrix claimed that his song Purple Haze was inspired by a dream. In the dream, he walked beneath the surface of the ocean and become enveloped by a purple-coloured <coughs> cloud as he did so. He'd also been reading sci-fi book Night of the Light by Philip Jose and Farmer. And taking LSD. Before bedtime. Yes, that will happen. All right, here's one uh, from Agatha Winkler, 54, of Manchester. There's one what? I don't know what these are. A letter to Roy DeLoon. He examines your <coughs> dreams. Okay. Dear Rye. She's from Manchester, so I can do that. It's I had a dream that I put a big, massive no. wand in my bum. No, it's not. Um, and then um, uh, and then when I pulled it out, it, I wet pants. What could it mean, please? <laughs> no. Dear Rye, I had a vivid dream that I saw lots of people taking photos of the night sky, which was flashing with all sorts of colours. I joined in with them, but I couldn't manage to get a clear photo. They just kept coming out black. Suddenly, a huge red hologram appeared in the sky with a 3D Jesus in it. <laughs> oh, I didn't see yes, that coming. Mate. <laughs> and I knew it was the end of the world. And I was kind of glad, but also frightened. I grew. Hang up- on, hang on. A 3D Jesus would just be Jesus. You was a hologram. Okay, all right. Okay, fine. Okay. Grew up Catholic, but I lost my faith as an adult and I was worried in my dream I might get sent to hell now. What can it mean? Hell now. Agatha Winkler, 54 Manchester. Dear Agatha, this is how I'm imagining Roy DeLoon talks. Let me see his picture again. <laughs> he looks like um, Robert Smith. He looks he looks like a lady version of Robert... Is That, that is a lady. No, it's a man, Roy. Okay. R- but, Roy... but he spells it R-O-I. <laughs> so what do we think his real name is? Roy. Yeah, but Roy, Roy, Roy yeah. Lane, Roy Lane, Roy Royston. Roy is short for Royston. Isn't I know, it? mate. I know. I know. I know. I only found out I was an adult. I thought it was just Roy. Dear Agatha, is something has seriously yeah. disillusioned you. You may have romanticised something or someone, mm. only to have your illusions dashed on the hard rocks of reality. You're afraid of the consequences of this, which you think could be serious. I don't. Th- <laughs> I wish you could see the full face. Doing uh, the chin. Oh, she's doing the chin and the teeth and everything. Yeah, it's that's what it sounds like. Hmm. I don't think this dream reflects your religious leanings, past or present, but it's possible you're afraid that judgment or retribution might be coming your way. Let's hope it's not all as dramatic as your dream. Did you have one of... You must have done one of those dream dictionaries. No. Oh, come on. No, I was always a pragmatist. No. Yeah. But your dreams, obviously... The, the dreams... And this isn't a, a line now. Dreams obviously do... Come true, look at me, babe, I got you. Dreams? Obviously do p- uh, represent your psyche. Yeah, but they're not fortune tellers, Well, no, he's not fortune telling, though. 
He's saying what the dream represents. He's not saying this is what happened in the future because of your dream. He's saying this is what the dream, the imagery from the dream. This is what I'm interpreting the imagery being. Yeah. And and you you have to you can't deny that dreams are your subconscious. Yeah, but suppre- suppressed subconscious rising to the surface. Okay, well, fine. But also, you interpret it your own way as well, and you remember it wrong sometimes. I think. Well, Con- inconveniently. Well, no, but here's the thing: if you remember it wrong. That's how you're meant to remember it. Oh, okay. Your brain remembers it the way you're makes meant... It, makes it convenient. The brain remembers it the way you're meant to remember it. What about it? those dreams where, Go like, on. you have a dream and um, it's George Clooney's face? What are you doing? Nothing. It's George, quite clearly George Clooney's face in the dream. Sorry? Stop doing that. It's hard to hear you. It's hard to hear me because... I... Go on. Those dreams where it's George Clooney's face in the dream. I can't hear and you. And then afterwards you go, oh, um, me mum. I can't hear in you, the Catherine. Dream. Catherine, you're, Catherine, for some reason you're doing something with your voice and it's breaking up. Try again. Maybe could you sign language. Okay, it's not working. <laughs> let's go to let's go to Martin. I don't know what you're doing, Catherine, but you, you're actually, th- that was actually, it was. just try it one more time. <laughs> see, you see what I have to mm, put up with? I Martin. see, it's outrageous. It's a little bit fruity in the studio. You <laughs> she dumped me. Wish you bloody would. Martin, we've got about 50 seconds to 50 find seconds? out what's happening on your show this evening. Can you condense the whole thing into 50 seconds? I'll do it to about five seconds. Oh. Um, <laughs> yes, no, we've, uh, yes, we're talking about... Um, oh, I've got an interesting guy on, actually. Uh, he's a professional... Uh, <laughs> At last! <laughs> he says it's been six months. I know. I've been, I've been here a year. Shut up. Is it really? Yeah, it's a year since last week was my since first you... anniversary. It was beautiful of all the management to come in and present me with a you know gold watch. You as well, huh? Fantastic. Is it? Oh, yeah. yeah, there you go. Mm. Now, I've got a guy in here who's uh, a professional gambler. Um, a, yeah, a real professional. Yeah. Uh, I'm an amateur, not a very gifted amateur, but he, yeah. he does it for a living. That's what he does. Oh. He does nothing else. So he gave up his job, yeah. um, got himself a little porter cabin set up there, and he, he studies all the form, and he does actually make money doing it. From and a he's, cabin, yes, yeah. and he's got a comedy show uh, called Accumulator. Okay, uh, and uh, he's fascinated. The thing right. is, he says you haven't, you haven't got time now. You had fifty oh, no, seconds. Right. You 50 used 50 it. Sorry, we'll have Very to good. find it. We'll, f- we'll find it after lunch. <laughs>